It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. Blue Magic. That's a brand name. Like Pepsi. That's a brand name. I stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it blue magic, that is trademark infringement. You understand what I'm saying? y'all i'm here it's your girl d scott i know it's a little early normally i'm not even out of bed by this time but it is tell the truth tuesday and today's show uh as per usual i'll be telling the truth um the show is called scorch because i think i already did a show called scorch the earth and today is six weeks post-surgery I'm feeling great, moving around with no issues, but y'all know I always have issues. So there's a full moon tonight, and the significance of this moon is it is the pink moon. Um, And so what a lot of people, there I go saying um, again, uh, what a lot of people don't understand is that usually if you're going to wish for things, you know, or uh, ask for things or do any type of spelling, it is important that you do this during the phases of the full moon. Now, tonight's moon is very important because Mercury has been in retrograde, which that means, like, if you find yourself keep going back to the same situation or just, like, in a rut or just at a standstill, that's usually Mercury in retrograde, meaning, like, literally shit is going backwards. You know, and if you're not into that interplanetary stuff, that's cool, but I am. So, I have to do a show early tonight because I double booked some meetings, so I'm doing the show now. The full moon is important um, because it's also a balance keeper. So anything that you want to wish for tonight would probably be the night to do it. I um, Most of the time when I ask for things, it usually is on the full moon, and it's, it's going to be bright. Uh, whatever is dead, done, or destructive, get rid of it to restore your own balance because tonight is the perfect moon to do that because the pink moon is about balance, the balance keeper. Um, the other thing I want to say, we have a, a, a situation in life where, you know, the, the higher you get, and I'm not saying I'm really even on any pedestal at this time, but the higher that you get, the more people's paths that you cross. And so as you cross people's paths, you have to understand that you can never, ever, ever dim my shine by trying to outshine me. It just it won't work. And it won't work because for me as a woman, 
and, and I do a lot of, you know, questionable or fucked up shit. I do. I'll be the first to tell you. But if it's only hurting me, that's okay. If I hurt someone else, I usually don't apologize just because you knew that playing with fire was going to start an inferno. You didn't care. So if you don't care about fire and water, then I don't care about it either. You know, if you don't care about your people or your family and things like that, I don't care about it either. Okay, so today's show is basically called Scorch, and I'm going to tell you where they get that term from. And also, people have to keep in mind that just because I'm in recovery, that means I'm in recovery in all levels, but I will hurt your soul, then pour salt on the wound so that nothing ever grows there again. I'm probably the last person in the universe that you want to fuck with, like in any kind of way, like whether it's financial, whether it's a self-esteem issue, whether it's work-wise, you won't outwork me, you won't outrun me, you won't, you know what I'm saying? The only thing you can do at this time is out-earn me because I'm not able to be 100% where I'm supposed to be. So we have a caller. We're going to go ahead and see if this is who I think it is. Caller, you're on air. Hi. Hi. And who's this? How's it going? This is I am fabulous. Fletcher. Hi, my dear. You know I texted you probably about a month ago, and I was like, I think her number must be changed because you had crossed my mind about a month ago, you and the girls, and I was like, let me Aww. text her and see what's going on, and you you must have changed your number, no? Oh. <laughs> Long story with that, but um, in a nutshell, yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, we'll go good, because I was like, I know she wouldn't have got that text and not responded to me because I was of trying to tell you about not. something that was going on. I was trying to tell you about something wow. that was going on on the page, and I was like, oh, you know. So for some of y'all that don't know, uh, this is one of my, my young cult members. Her name's Jessica Fletcher, mom of two, recently divorced yet or no? Um, It's pending, working on it. Okay, so we did steadfast, we were steadfast in that decision. And so what a lot of people don't know is that on the show, I don't just do the show for me. And sometimes when you see me hyper-posting or posting a lot of stuff, even though I might use it in terms of possessive, like as me, sometimes it's not even about me. And Jessica has been one of my... uh, soldiers throughout this time I've watched her go from you know A to Z pretty much and so that's why I wanted her to call because I do have real normal people on the show the show is is rooted in mental health but also uh, no matter how satanic I am I still am all about women empowerment and and knowledge so why don't you tell the people where they can find you if you want them to find you on Instagram Facebook or whatever and tell them a little bit about yourself she's out of St. Louis so her she's about an hour behind us but go ahead and give people your handles and what you do okay well for starters um yeah my handles are rude girl hipness exactly spelled exactly how it sounds on Instagram and then Jessica Fletcher on Facebook. Um, also, my business page is Journey to Fitness LLC on Instagram mm-hmm. um, and Journey to Fitness on Facebook. Um, I'm a certified fitness trainer, been doing it for years, um, currently mm-hmm. been on somewhat of a hiatus. Um, I got some things going here in St. Louis. I'm about to start a boot camp. Um, just really getting Very back nice. to... Yeah, getting back to me, um, and I've been on a hiatus because of, well, I don't know if you want me to just delve into my life. Oh, yeah, honey, let's let's get into it. You know, I, you know I'm all about it. Let's get into it. That's what this show is about. Let it out. Let's get into it. Um, 
Yeah, so basically, um, as already stated, I'm going through a divorce right now. Um, I spent um, nearly two years um, of my life with a major just liar, narcissist, like someone who I allowed to just have a lot of control over my well-being, and that's why Mm -hmm. I'm just now trying to get back to my life. It's like it literally was on pause for the past two years, so everything that I was working on prior to that, like, I mean, just literally, I wouldn't say died, but got... Well, tell them that you got pregnant. Say that, too, because you did have a very eventful two years, so it's not like you were just stagnant. I mean, your daughter is, what, series eight months? Yes, she's eight months. She's eight months, you know, you were married. So what a lot of people don't know is I I started following this girl. She had this amazing body, just totally ripped, just one of those people that naturally holds muscle. I'm like, I'm not doing it. So this is around the time that I first realized that something was wrong with me because I couldn't lose the weight. And I knew that it wasn't my diet. It wasn't because I'm not running eight, nine, 10 miles a day. So what a lot of people don't know is that I would tune into Jessica's page and I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do these pull-ups. I'm going to get this supplement. I'm sitting here drinking a protein shake right now. I'm going to do all these things. And this was around the time that I noticed that there was some issues. So probably six months after I started following you is when I realized, okay, there's some, some issues, there's some fibroids, there's something going on, then they turn cancerous and so on and so forth. So during this mm-hmm. time, what a lot of people, <clears throat> and I just um, did a show about this, I actually just did an article about this as well, and it's called We're All Mad Here. And what I did was I talked about how people look on the Internet. And you know I'm a, I'm a straight realist, and I'm not secretive, so when people see me posting, you know, um, it's really for protection of him. Because usually the men that I date, they're not social media junkies. If they are on social media, it's for business purposes, whatever, whatever. But they're not social media junkies. They're not people that really, you know what I'm saying, like want me to be on there posting selfies every day, which I really don't give a fuck what they want. But I'm just saying, like, so I get where you're coming from where – you went through this, like, euphoria, and I watched it on your page. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, they on the roof. They having beers. They, you know what I'm saying? They doing the damn thing. They working out together. No, these are the things that, you know, I look at and say, yes, you know, oh black love. And then, then you look at these things, and he came out of nowhere. Like, it was so funny right. because we went from just seeing you on the page and Soraya and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, this guy is there. So I'm like, well, I know he didn't just, like, pop up in the picture. I mean, she had to have known him. So tell everybody, because now you're coming to the conclusion that he's a narcissist. Um, mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know what that is, you're going to have to Google it because it's too long of a psychological definition to figure it out. Um, he was a narcissist. He was controlling. Um, you forgot the mama's boy part, though, no? Oh, well, yeah, that's a... See, that's so deep to even get into, like, I, Mama's Boy, oh, get but, into like, it. just really, well, look, I don't want to tell all this man's business on here. Not no, you don't have to. Him, but um, basically, well, I will, actually. Um, Well, as a child, <laughs> he was... <laughs> As a child, he, well, um, we have to talk about it because it definitely is a defining feature, especially in the black and Latino community with black men. I'm raising one myself. So, you know, it's right. difficult to 
put your son out into the world and say, you know, these are the little girls that are going to be worthy of your time, worthy of you being a wife mm-hmm. and raising a son that knows that he has to leave to cleave. You have to leave me mm-hmm. at some point. At no point in time do I want you laying up in my house, not working, not going to school. You know, yes, I cook for my son, but make no mistake about it. My son will come down here. I'll call him, put the chicken in the oven, season it. He does it. Make a grilled cheese. I'm just, I'm really trying to raise a great husband as opposed That's to awesome. just my son. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to raise, you know, a great man as opposed to just my son. So I think it is something, whether we talk about your husband or not, it is definitely something that I think offended you because from the conversations that we've had, you know, we have a habit of sending black women out into the universe. You have to be strong and you have to do this Mm -hmm. and you have to do this by yourself. And then we see our mothers, not mine personally, because my mother was married many times over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She really wasn't ever single, but. We see mm-hmm. black women having to be so strong. And then when you meet this pussification of a man, it's like, okay, so are you one of my children? Like, what what do you want me mm-hmm. to do? And it really, I think, messes up the sexual energy in the relationship. Mm-hmm. The roles are reversed. And let me tell you something about a role reversal. I don't freaking appreciate it. I don't appreciate it at fucking all. If I'm out here and mm-hmm. I'm busting my ass and I'm getting this money and you're not contributing to the household, we have a problem. And, see, I come from the era where, you know, when you were married, the man paid all the bills, not mm-hmm. some all and then your money went to if the if the children need clothing or if we have to go out of town and to the savings a lot of black people we don't have financial capability or responsibility either you're really technically only supposed to be living off of one income so because we raise our daughter so strong and then put up with this pussification of men with our sons it's it's not a match black couples mm-hmm. will never survive this it's like an apocalypse in our own – it's like Willie Lynch literally, you understand what I'm saying, playing out every mm-hmm. single day in our relationships. So without yep. saying too much, when was the moment that you knew that you had to get divorced? Because I think that relationships – I keep trying to explain to men, when, when women become silent, okay – and we no longer give a damn about you coming home at night and things of such. We might get offended, but at the end of the day, you know, silence can be deadly, but it's never misunderstood, okay? Mm-hmm. And I am very guilty of a relationship dying six months previous, and then I just mm-hmm. literally go through the funerals every single day. Like every day I show up mm-hmm. to the wake, I show up to the funeral, until it just really gets to a place where I'm literally screaming, foaming at the mouth, demons coming up out my mouth, and it's to the point where I'm like, you got to get the fuck away from me. Don't touch me. Exactly. You're disgusting. Like, everything about them disgusts you. Like, and it's not about cheating. It's not about any other. Like, let me tell you something. Being financially unstable also makes me sick. It makes me very mm-hmm. sick to my stomach because it means I can't eat. You know, I now have to take care of you, and I've told men this a long time. Yes, a woman can hold you down in a job loss or if you get robbed or something like that happens, your financial crisis situation, six months tops. After six months, pussy dries up. I don't want you. I'm now the man in the relationship. You fucking suck my dick. How about that? You understand what I'm saying? You get on your knee. You go in there and make me a sandwich. I can't have that kind of relationship. You know, and I think that a lot of women are suffering in these relationships because they feel like, well, I can I can keep a man or he going to always come back to me and he ain't going nowhere. Right. You're, you're exactly right. He's not going anywhere and you going with him. 
what the hell are you talking right. about? Like, I'm good. Going nowhere. You right know, so that. what was, yeah, you going nowhere slowly. You're not even going nowhere fast. You're going nowhere slowly. So what was the moment that you said, you know what, I can't, I, I can't do this anymore? Because I think a lot of women have a hard time well, defining that moment. Exactly. And for one thing, let me just be perfectly honest. Um, I had that moment before we even got married. And by me being pregnant and oh, this is my second child with oh, a second yeah. man and and I'm sitting That's here right. um, really just letting everything get to me. And every day, it's like, this is what narcissists do. They will plant these seeds into your brain, start saying things about single women and this and that. So it's like, at this point, it's like, okay, I have to, this is my family now. Like, this is it. This is what I have to That's do. Right. Like, everybody, like you out. said, right. you were looking at our pictures, like, they are so happy. And everybody, I mean, people would literally tell me, like, multiple times a week like oh y'all motivate me like now I want to start a family and I'm just like I did not want to admit defeat for the life of you like, don't I want just this. like I yeah. have to do this I have to say what you just like, said again you didn't want to admit what say it again I didn't want to admit defeat like I just I Great. couldn't like I couldn't I, I I just couldn't like and so um I knew but I knew that he wasn't the one for me very early on like once that honeymoon phase passed in the relationship which mm. for me was about a couple of months um I knew I didn't want to be with him anymore but at this point we had already like I'm the type of person like I shy away from relationships but when I do meet some, someone that I like yeah that's um it. I'm going Absolutely. like in head first and I usually oh, it's yeah. always it usually results in a baby. Like I'm, I, I had two kids and I had both of them the same exact way. And other than that, I haven't really been in any really serious relationships. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, at that time we had already moved in together and my daughter's going to school at, uh, in this apartment, which was um, in his name. And of course he used mm-hmm. that to his advantage. Of course he tried to control me that way. Then what? it's like, I, I get pregnant shortly thereafter. I just, it was just like bad decision after bad decision, but the entire time. And also, um, I have a blog, by the way, called Murder She Types Blog, and I wrote a blog about this. Um, the um, it's called the Married Single Mother, and that's literally from the yes. beginning. Like I said, he was planting these seeds in my head, like, okay, family this, family that. So I'm constantly, even knowing that I shouldn't be with this man, I'm making family-like right. decisions, and I'm moving in with him, and I'm having a baby, and then it's like I get proposed to, and 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 married, and separated, all within the same. I want to say now let me let me tell women that maybe don't know because maybe they've never been proposed to if you were raised the way that I was raised which I'm sure is the way that you were raised being married is like you're raised that that's like the upper echelon like the top of the tier you know what I'm saying that's your life accomplishment because that means that above all anybody else that a man chose you to be his wife give you his last name bear his children now, I've been engaged six times, and, I, and everybody knows that because it's in the books. I was engaged twice to the same man, only been married once. <clears throat> but let me be clear. I never, ever had a proposal that came from the fact that a motherfucker just loved me to death. Like, you know what? I just love her. I'm going to pick the ring out. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. All my proposals came from the fact that a motherfucker fucked up, got put the fuck out. I don't give a fuck if the house was in his name or not. Okay, got put the fuck out or beat the fuck down or something got tore up and he had to fix it because I had shit in my name. We were running a business or, you know what I'm saying? Same thing. We were a family. I come from a long line of women that's married. Everybody, my whole family married. That's everybody. That's what you do. So 
he fucked up, you got to fix it. That's all we as women want you to do. You fucked up, fix it. So they knew, this is Denise. I can't come to her (laughs) with no motherfucking flowers. I can't get her no little pair of shoes. I have to go all out, right? So you know I used to do crazy shit like when one of them got caught cheating, right? I mean, I had this little girl, social security number. you talking about 20 years ago. I had the little girl, social security number, everything, girl. Me and the girl sat down. It's a whole conversation. He brings the girl to my motherfucking house. So people think I'm so crazy when I talk about shit. No, no, no. That's why when I literally, when I say I've been in your shoes, I'm literally being serious. So brings the girl to the house and was like, shit, I want to talk. Go ahead and have a conversation. Now, one thing about that particular fiance, that was the realest motherfucker I ever dated in my whole entire life. He taught me the game. He taught me how dudes do. He told me straight up. He said, I don't care if I tell you. My grandfather used to tell me this, too. I don't care if a nigga tell you he's going to kill himself over you. He's going to cheat. And I'm crying. I'm 12. I'm like, what? No. He's going to love me forever. Don't ever. To me, cheating is just, it's disgusting. And especially in the day of AIDS, okay? Especially in the day of AIDS. It's, it's the worst. And we're getting affected quicker than anybody else. So when I got proposed to, it wasn't no like, yes, girl. No, everybody knew that some shit done been burnt down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We in there beefing. This one got a black eye. He done is missing some hair from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? He's fighting me, wow. trying to lie. The realest shit that ever happened was the motherfucker said, look, I did it. This is what I did. And guess what? And the thing is, the broad was bad. She looked like a, a, a younger version of me. And I'm 20 at the time. So this girl probably was like 19. No, I was 21 at the time. She was like 19. So when I put him out the house, of course, I was trying to fight her. It's not the girl's fault, right? You don't give a fuck about me. You're not my friend. You don't owe me any allegiance. He does. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I put him out the house. Don't you know he goes and lives with the girl? <laughs> but wait, let me tell you wow. why I don't care. Oh, yeah, because listen, men can't, they can't get it together. You put them out or you give them that level of freedom, they're going to do what I call is the nigga. And I wrote about this book in Games, which is the Transactional Analysis of Trick Behavior, which I wrote with Saladin Canal. I had a chapter in that book called The Nigga. It is this mysterious creature that comes forward when a motherfucker knows he's been caught and he just is nothing he could do. And so what a lot of women don't understand is that men will literally, <laughs> they'll scorch their own earth too. They'll just be like, shit, I don't know her. They'll lie to the ends because they know that's what you want to hear. But this particular dude told the motherfucking truth. He said, look, <clears throat> she's somebody that helps me with my business. And we know what kind of business that was at the time. You know, I'm not willing to put you in that situation. So she's necessary. So she's not going anywhere. And you're not going anywhere. Okay? Oh, I wasn't wow. in agreement with those terms. Oh, no, nah, but I, I have to give him credit. Now, at the time, I'm crying because I'm young. I don't know nothing. This is my first heartbreak. But at the time, now, I would appreciate that information now over anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, you going to still fuck with her? Okay, so you giving me a choice. I choose to leave. Fuck off. Y'all have a great life. She could do what I do, and that's it. These cats nowadays, they don't want to tell the truth. You understand what I'm saying? So when mm-hmm. I seen that they had got back together and the little minuscule shit that he was doing for her, whatever, whatever, I was like, this motherfucker really loved this girl. Not in the same way that he loves me, right? Because this is the guy in the book that ended up trying to kill me. So it was okay for him to do what he wanted to do. Remember that? But then <clears throat> when I got caught out with a football player at the movies, now everybody got to get murdered. What's the problem? I thought we was broke up. I gave you your ring back. You know what I'm saying? Girl went in the, in the jewelry store. It wasn't, it wasn't romantic at all. 
It was give me the biggest thing. And you know what's crazy? He had the little girl there with him when he bought my ring and when he bought my tennis bracelet. Oh, wow. But listen, I have to give him the credit. You had both the women that you loved. Both of them knew about each other. One, I wasn't with the shit. She she hung on. Now, after we, you know, we parted ways, after he tried to kill me, of course, um, he still brought money to my mother's house, apologizing, whatever, whatever. And uh, probably I think it was, let me see, I've been back here seven years. So right about seven years ago, he's in prison now because that's what uh-huh. happened. And, oh, yeah, the young girl, not this particular one, but a different one told on him. Got caught in his, uh, he had a Rolls Royce, like a Wraith at the time. I don't know if it was a Wraith or a Phantom, Ghost, whichever one. It was white. Uh, she got caught driving it. She shouldn't have been driving it. He's in Texas. He was living in Texas. And um, she told on him. So this is what happens. These are products of your environment. But at any oh, rate, Maxie. after I broke up with him, you know, left, wouldn't talk to him. Girl, I moved out the state. That's how serious this person was. I had to move out the state. It wasn't, there was no way. He would have hunted me down, whatever. So he ends up with the girl for like another three, four years, right? Yeah. Ends up cheating on her with another chick that looked just like me. You see what I'm saying? So they never learn. So as oh. I got older, right, because there's no point in just keep having a conversation with these people. You know, you just, you got to cut them off and leave them alone. So, and we didn't have any right. children. That was another thing. Oh, how come, you know, you can't get pregnant, bitch, because I was taking a pill, but I didn't tell him that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He he found out in the basement. That's why he was so angry because he was trying to hurry up and get me pregnant because he felt like, well, if I get her pregnant, she can't do shit. Bitch, you crazy. Right. I'll put that baby. Oh my, let me Listen, stop you right there I will put that baby second. in a strap sack and be gone. Right. I don't you think know? people So let's be clear, this. ladies. Men will try to knock you up just to shut your shit down, right. too. Let's be clear. They are out here <laughs> trapping as well. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, very, it's very real out here. So what I tell a lot of women is that I think that my defining moment, and it wasn't just when he tried to kill me. I knew that relationship was dead when I didn't want his children. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at what you do for a living. I'm looking at, like, how is that going to translate you being a father? He already had a daughter that he didn't see often, would throw money at her here and there. I don't want that for my children. You understand what I'm saying? So when... He started schooling me and shit like that. People get angry at me because they think that I'm heartless or they think that, you know, I don't care about certain things. It's because I don't. It's because the type of dudes that I'm used to dealing with, they're going to always give me a choice. That's what real grown-ass men do. They be like, look, this is my situation. This is what's going on. You either rock with me or you not, right? I can't fault no man for telling you the truth and you stand. Right. The issue that I have is that I was in a situation not that long ago where after a year and change, I get the truth. And then same thing, I end up getting pregnant. Right. So now I got to stay a little longer to, you know, figure out what the situation is going to have. Then I end up having a hysterectomy, whatever, whatever. Uh That situation had already been dissolved because, you know, people know I done went to the people's house and, you know, what I'm saying, talked to the girlfriend, did all this other shit. Right. Because at this point, I don't care. And people say, well, why would you do that? Why did I do that? Because the motherfucker was lying to me. He was lying to her. So as a woman, she can take that personally and think, like, I was trying to fuck up your happy home. Your house wasn't happy. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, this is the girl. Okay, this is the girl. Remember, you was you was looking at the comments, and she was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was a side chick, all this crazy shit. 
No, right. we didn't know about you. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't came to your house the week before Valentine's Day. He was with me the next day. Then I came to your house a week later because the motherfucker kept lying. Give me some type of fucking credit, sis. You understand what I'm saying? So you might hate me. You know, and I felt bad for her because I'm just like, here I am. I remember being in that situation because she's 12 years younger than me. He's eight years oh, younger than wow. me. She's 12 years younger than me. And I told her, I said, you remind me of myself when I was that age. I said, go get your ring. You saw what I wrote. Go get your ring. Go, <laughs> go do what you're going to do. But just know that you have to know what type of man that you're dealing with. If he is right. not showing you who he is, because remember, this was my boy. This was my baby. That was my homeboy before we even, like nine months before we even touched each other. Right? Interesting. I'm thinking he's telling me the truth. You didn't know that he was in a relationship? Girl, listen, I had, we had conversations. We used to go to this little spot, and I remember I asked him the one day, because it, it was very clear that I was single. Like, I had had a situation in Texas, like, the year before <clears throat> when I was in Houston all the time bringing my son back and forth. But I had asked him, and it's funny because we used to argue about this, because I asked him, I said, why didn't you tell me when I asked him when we were sitting at the bar, do you have a girlfriend? He said, because it was none of your fucking business. He said, you told me you didn't want a boyfriend, you didn't want nothing serious, you just wanted to be friends, do business, hang out. But listen, anybody that fucks with me, if they ever told a bitch, oh, it was none of your business, bitch, you can't hide me. You've been living with me for five years. He was at the time he was living with the girl five, six years. You don't think that's something you might want to tell somebody? See, you put me in a dangerous situation. What if, and see, that insults me as a woman because it's like if I'm the girlfriend, I'm going to be like, hold up, so you just thought that a bitch wouldn't just show up somewhere? Like, these men be really underestimating their women, you know? So so who's to say, because if I'm your girlfriend, if I'm your woman, I'm showing up everywhere all the time, unannounced. I don't give a fuck, right? I'm wifey, quote unquote. You understand what I'm saying? So you don't think that at some point that would have been putting me in a dangerous situation had she showed up, we don't even know what she looked like? Right. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I'm that's saying. Insane. These men are out here, and then they get, and I told her, did I not tell her on the page? I said, you're doing exactly what he wants you to do. He wants you and me to wage war so he can still deal with the both of us. I said, but you ain't got to worry about me. You understand what I'm saying? Because prior to that, everything was already dying because a lot of what he was saying wasn't true. Then he wasn't being true about himself. Now, did you have, and he's bipolar, so one minute, you know, he's all in love. The next minute, oh, it's mm-hmm. like this. I said, you know what, you're not a real one if you just can't, if you can't even talk to me about grown man feelings. You understand right. what I'm saying? And so at that point, I said, you're not also not going to minimize what, what happened between you and I. There was some very real shit that happened, and you can't minimize that. You know, so I don't like when dudes do that because of her, you would hurt me. But, see, when you was with me, you didn't give a fuck about her. You see what I'm saying? You can't right. do that. You got to take the blunt, the blame, the fire, whatever it is that she choose to do. If she chooses to stab you in the face every fucking day, you got to take it. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what men don't understand. They be feeling like it's enough. No, it's not enough. She should be able to do whatever the fuck she want to do to you for the next five years if that's what she choose to do, or she could choose to walk away. But you being a man, you didn't tell her the truth. He didn't tell her the truth about everything that happened. I believe he's still lying about it. You understand what I'm saying? But as a woman, that's why I keep trying to say, you got to know better. You got to know your dude. And it really dawned on me when I was having a conversation with her that she knew aspects of her, but she didn't get the same person that I got. Right. You know, the person I got was fun. We had a good time. He was business oriented. He was quick on his feet. 
money-minded, you know what I'm saying, was was all about well, the I business. Well, I mean, the person is only as great as the company they keep. You're going to start to mirror whoever you are around. So mm. she but just the thing probably... is, is that I really wanted to see him. See, the thing is, is because I'm a little bit older, <clears throat> I'm looking at him and I'm like, he's not even who he's supposed to be yet. When he hits about 35 in about another oh. year and a half, he's going to be unstoppable if he continues the way that I knew him. You see what I'm saying? Right. I don't know what's going to happen to him now. You know what I'm saying? Because her and him are not in the same industry. They're not, you know what I'm saying? She does her work, you know, and she's, she's in the healthcare uh, field, and he does his work, two totally different things. So I don't know how that's going to work. It's not my, my problem or concern. But my thing is mm-hmm. <clears throat> everyone was so mad at me for the incident, and I'm just like, but, you know, and, and again, I, you know, I don't give a fuck about the what about me's, but I'm just like, listen, I was sold a fucking pipe dream, too. You know what I'm saying? I was told right. I love you, too. So you can't, you know, so again, like I have to when you have situations like this and just like with you, you look back at some of your situations and say, well, you know what? With this situation, I never had to question whether the person loved me. Thank you. That's a lesson. Mm-hmm. With this person over here, I never had to ask for a crumb. You know what I'm saying? I never had to ask, you know, the one person to do anything. Then, you know, in my marriage, okay, so it might have ended this kind of way, but at least he was smart enough to lock this shit down within a 90-day period. So each relationship, you know, is something that I learned from. But I don't know about you. Here's the other thing. When I'm done with somebody, we can't speak. We can't be friends. Don't you fucking talk to me. (laughs) Like, that's it. You're dead. Like, I will literally walk past you like I've never seen you. And the reason that it has to be that way is I think because – so much was shared, whether it be physically or whether it be mentally and just the talks. And I could sit on the phone with dude for, like, hours and just have conversations about just anything, right? So when you have that and then you're around somebody every single day, you become, you know, addicted to each other. You're symbiotic, right? And then when that ends, it's no different than an addiction. I got to cut you all the way the fuck off. No, we can't be friends because then you're going to touch me or you're going to, no, I can't do business with you. I don't want to, oh, you doing this and you, nah, I don't give a fuck because if me and you are not building, what do I give a fuck about your business? I don't care. <laughs> I don't. Right. What, what do I care about you not going to jail if I'm not fucking with you and if I was just this and you minimized the relationship to a place to make her feel better about what you did? At the end of the day, as a woman, deep down, you already know, if my dude put his dick in another female raw and knocked her up, you don't even need to tell me how many times you were sleeping with him a day. You don't need to tell me nothing. He getting his ass whooped on sight every single fucking time I think about it. That's just where it is. <laughs> He is. Like, I literally, I can imagine I will be doing the dishes and just take the fucking, you know what I'm saying, take the spatula and just beat a nigga in his face. Like, yo. Exactly. Fucking like, got me fucked up. You know it's something that's unforgivable. Well, but you and know what, my, though? That's your what? I mean, it's like my thoughts exactly. And just like you said, I generally uh, cut people off, as, and at least for a long time, because then after that, oh, the yeah, years. is gone, it's out of your system and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, right. It, it's like, and then literally, like, you, you can speak to a person. You both have moved on with your life. You don't. You no longer mm-hmm. here for that. But here's the thing. Um, for one thing, it's hard when you have children with someone. But for another thing, like Absolutely. I was just discussing with someone yesterday, I 
uh, when someone has disrespected me to to the point of no return and all that, that love and that addiction or whatever, so to it speak, dies. Like, that's dead. That's gone. Like if I like if I sit here and have too many drinks and I get sick, I'm not gonna want to drink <laughs> anymore for a long time. I don't care how much I enjoy those right. cocktails or whatever. So this is the situation right. that I'm in with my um ex or whatever however it would be him coming around me and trying to trying to use it like because not only do men trip trick women like trap women or whatever like they also will use their children like against them and it's like he would be trying to make oh yeah just like for not do. absolutely right he'd be popping up in my house drunk at midnight you didn't come over here to see any kids like and then if no, i ask man. him to come oh can can you come watch can you come watch the baby so i can work out oh i'm busy today he would literally just say something like that if the situation Damn. wasn't he would try to like still manipulate me sexually and everything after the relationship was over and it's like i didn't want to sleep with you when we were together like and then when he would come around and not get what he wants oh i'm not coming around at all oh you you on your own so he's literally said these types of things like you're on your own or whatever but then he'll go around because I guess, you don't want to have sex asking, with him exactly i guess when his family is asking mm-hmm. oh why aren't you seeing your kid? Oh, she won't let me. Then this guy has my, my damn baby as his cover photo on Facebook and stuff. And I'm just like, people are commenting, oh, she's so cute. Oh, thanks, bro. Little do they know. Look, she's hungry. Have you brought her any food this week? Exactly. <laughs> Tell me why I, I come home the other day, literally. I haven't talked to, and this is this is my point. I had to completely cut him off because he was disrespecting me, coming around, grabbing on me, touching on me and stuff. like. And it's like, I didn't want mm-hmm. you to touch me when we were together. Do you think that this absence has made me want to be around you you have shown me nothing but has he accused you, you yet really of sleeping with other men has he accused you yet of sleeping um, with other men he won't he won't get a chance to do that because i i won't i refuse to last time we were speaking was around valentine's day he was coming around trying to finesse <laughs> me trying to he he bought me a bouquet of roses and stuff on valentine's day um when he saw he wasn't going to get what he wanted i guess i guess he he moved on and then um, we got into an argument that week um, and some other stuff happened. And that's when I'm just like, he's never going to stop trying to manipulate me. He's never going to separate himself from anything. He doesn't care about the baby. He doesn't care about these children. And I had to come to that realization. So, um, so I just had to completely cut him off 100%. And so mind you, um, we didn't really have many discussions like that because he knows how I am. He knows like I'm, I'm, he probably been thought of, he would say weird stuff when we were together, like he thought I was cheating it somehow, and it's just like, of course they do. Like what? Like just weird, but it's like that's because they know how they are, and and it is what it is. Right, but and you like if it took me this long to get myself to you, don't no man exactly. at this point have a chance, motherfucker. I'm I'm angry exactly. right now. Like I gotta get and your like residue barely, off me. Right, exactly. And so he, I mind you, I haven't seen or spoken to him in two months. He emailed me like a few weeks wow. back saying something about the divorce, which is why I've been co- trying to get him to sign these papers for several months now. And he just, he will get mad. It's like, does this guy still want to be with me or still think we have a snowball chance? And well, now let me tell you what that is. Of- I'm going to tell you what that is. So you know that in our community, we also look at divorce as a failure. So when I went to go get exactly. a divorce, I went to my mom. And you know what's so funny is because my mom, <laughs> girl, my mom was a pimp girl. She done been married four times. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. She just, you know what I mean? Well, her last husband, she was married to 17 years. But that's how my mom goes. She's like, nah, we ain't dating. We get married. That's how I go. And, I mean, this is back in the day. So when I right, went to get I a mean, divorce, my mom was like, oh, okay. You know, my mom was like, okay, this is what you got to do. You know, you go down there, you get you an attorney. So my ex-husband, because, A, he's Dominican, B, it's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, I was my husband's second wife. 
He has mm-hmm. a third wife now. He's married three times now, but he's gorgeous. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's the Dominican way, and and a different, and especially in Spanish culture, it's different. Like we just we get married and have a party. Like the wedding comes later. The wedding is usually like on the fifth anniversary after you done produced, you know, what I'm saying small children and, and an heir and all this other stuff. Huh? So. Right. I never wore the white dress, and it's funny because I used to always say, like, oh, I don't want to get remarried. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm a, Look, I'm just playing. I'm going to go ahead and get remarried and get my little dress and be on a yacht somewhere and chill. But I need a partner. I don't really need a husband. I need a partner. Like, I don't really, you know, I'm the same way as you. Like, love is very difficult for me, so if I ever find myself in it, it's very difficult for me to let that go. And so when I had to serve him with divorce papers, girl, why did he talk about some no habla inglés? Now, he don't speak English very well, but you you understand English enough to take the damn papers. Girl, no, I had to go back to the courts, get a Spanish interpreter to go deliver him the goddamn papers and oh have all the shit written in Spanish, which prolonged my divorce for like another couple of months. I'm like, you motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And then, look, for the record, I never changed, and I did everything all at once. My mom was like, listen, you already been separated from Oh, because, honey, I had a broad call my house telling me she had been around my wow. kid. Now, mind you, my mother-in-law, mi suegra, was living in the house with us. We had brought her over from Dominican. Well, I brought her over because it was, you know, my, my signature on the visa. And a girl called me telling me about my husband. And um, I said, well, why don't you mm-hmm. just meet me in this parking lot over here by the mall? Because one thing when you're married <laughs> It's very different because you're like, bitch, you're not finna call and tell me about my husband. Like, what? Right. Like, you knew he was married. You could Google the shit. Like, don't don't play with me. And you've been around my kid. You've been in my house. And you know what I'm doing, Jessica? I'm at work. I worked at that time as a group therapist in a in a um, mental health facility for children. So you playing uh-huh. with me right now. So I called my best friend. She like, bitch, oh my god, let me check the flights. Girl, she's finna fly from Atlanta because she knows it's finna be lights out. The girl never wow. met up with me. Girl, talk about she was at the game. She seen me at the games with the baby. I'm like, what type of? So, you know, that's why I think where I get that whole year. Well, girl, they do thrive off that. And, you know, let me also bring up the Dominique Penn situation where Dominique Penn, very pretty girl, is married to some dude that plays something Penn that plays for the Raiders. Girl, mm-hmm. he done went and got a girl from the Bad Girls Club pregnant. Girl, bye. Right, I saw so, that on the of table. Course, <laughs> oh, my God. It was the worst thing ever. So, of course, as a woman, I'm always on the side of the wife because I've been a wife. And you know this man is married. Marriage to me is just off limits. Like, if that's not your husband, he y'all single. Because at the end of the right. day, I've seen 100 people be together for 15 years, break up, and be married two months later to somebody else. It's just it's, mm-hmm. it's a tragic world we live in. You know, people it stay is. together because they don't want to be homeless or because they need their security mm-hmm. deposit or because for other reasons, for children, for a lot of reasons. I can't do that. Like, if you make my skin crawl, right. bitch, you got to go. So the minute right. that I knew, and again, I couldn't even confirm the shit, then my husband started acting crazy, going out, staying out at night. I had to tell him the one time, I said, you're not A-Rod. You don't make $250 million. You got to bring your ass at ho- to home at night. The fuck you think this right. is? So, of course... Prior to all this even happening, when we first got married, girl, a girl called our house. This is when we lived in Pittsburgh. I, I had just found out I was pregnant. Girl, I had to stab my husband in the kitchen, trying to make dinner. I freaked out. I thought he was trying to hit me, so I just stabbed him. Oh my I stitched goodness. him up, but that's not the point. The point is 
the point is, these motherfuckers be thinking we out here playing with them. Like, look, we not playing with you. You know what I'm saying? You could get it right. too. Oh, you women think you could beat up a man. I never said I could beat up a man. I could stab him. No, I could shoot him. No. Right. Y'all, you not finna hurt my feelings and then just walk around the earth without any type of scarring or any type of, you know what I'm saying? Now, to somebody that yeah. I really don't, it's kind of like, I'm going to let you live because you know why? I'm going to act like I don't even fucking know you. You just like somebody exactly. you know, saying, hey, do you know him? Yeah, I know him. No, I never, that wasn't me. And it's unfortunate that I have to do that sometimes because people get beside themselves. And you will never, if I'm with somebody, I believe everything you tell me. If you tell me you're a fucking alien, then you're an alien. But when it's time for you to gas up the fucking alien machine, you better be ready to do it. And if you can't do that, then I believe everything you said to me after that is a lie. No, exactly. you can tell me you were alien. I'm a fucking alien. That's what's up. What do aliens eat? Tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? I want to know because I don't fucking know right. everything. You could tell you could right. be black as the earth, scorched, and tell me that you a Native American. I'm gonna believe you. Show me your wampum belt. Show me your 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 pride. I mean, show me something. But if, when it comes time for you to go do to the to the powwow and do your little smoke prayers and shit, you better be on it. So. I don't start men out at 100. I, I don't start men out at zero. I start them at 100. And then over time, you know, I'm like that one cool teacher that was like everybody in the class got 100. And then when you don't turn in assignments mm-hmm. and you don't show up to class, those things take away. So I think the moment that I knew I had to get a divorce was when my husband, and it was a real defining moment because I'm doing everything I can because, again, I don't want to fail. It was already a exactly. whirlwind relationship, 90 days. We, I met him in April. We were married in July. I was pregnant the end of August. And no, for the record, I was not pregnant when I got married. And even if I was, so the fuck what? Some of y'all bros can't even get married after fucking three kids. But that's not the point. I wasn't married. I went to go get on the pill, and it was like, nah, fam, it's too late. I was like, what do you mean? Uh-huh. Girl, I had a fuck, girl, I fainted in the in the damn bathroom. Like, nah, fam, <laughs> we were supposed to travel the world for five years. You know, because... What my ex did for a living, I can't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? They cheat on the road. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to be, mm-hmm. you know, that crazy-ass wife that's like, nah, fam, I'm going too. Are we playing mm-hmm. in, in in San Francisco? I'll be there. And then you just get to a place <clears throat> where, you know, sometimes the silences condone mm-hmm. the behavior. But you're not going to call my house, tell me nothing about nothing. And, and, he, and I'm never mad at the girl. Like, the marriage part I was because I said, so let me get this straight. I said, you came in my house. You saw female clothes, tampons, all that stuff, and you didn't think, and pictures, wedding pictures, because I know he ain't moved them, and you just didn't think nothing. Well, he told me I was having problems, and basically she was telling on my husband. Like, she was telling, like, basically, because he was like, I'm going back with my wife. And she was calling mm-hmm. to tell on him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was so that's cute. That's the issue, and the fact the- that she called, it's like, that's, like you're going out of your way to put yourself in a situation, so now we're gonna have some problems. Well, of course she never showed her face, but again, I still take it out on him. Even like the little girl, like 20 years ago, that came to the house. Yeah, I chased her out my house, but the building that we lived in, he eventually bought that building and then just gave it to me. You see what I'm saying? Like you, you gonna have oh, to do something. Up. You can't afford. Like I had to tell somebody. I said, listen, you can't afford to be a whore as a man. Because you got to take care of two women, three women, all of a sudden, y'all motherfuckers can't afford that. Y'all can't even afford to take care of right. your two and three kids, more or less two and right. three women. See, this is this is not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I come from the era where when you wanted to do a little something, you just told a bitch the truth. Nine times out of ten, the girl going to be like, cool, shit, I like free stuff. 
I, you know, right. I want to go out to eat. I want to go on dates. I want to go out of town. I want to do this. I want to do that. Normally, a girl will agree with that. I don't have to agree to no shit like that because I can pay all that myself. The only problem exactly. I have was that I never had company. You saw me. I've been traveling. So, you know, the only issue I right. had was I never had company. If I had somebody that was uh-huh. able to jump on a flight and had a passport, I'm good. Babe, meet me over here. I'm going to be over here. You know? And so now we have these issues with you know, women, you know, getting mad at the other women. So back to the Dominique Penn situation, I was all in her corner until I went on the other little girl page from the Bad Girls Club, right? People keep right. forgetting these girls don't owe you nothing. Beat your husband ass. But in this situation, stop playing, Bad Girls Club girl. I think her name is Camilla. You knew he was married. So if, if she roll up on you and beat your ass, I mean, I understand that just one good time, Right. But you got to be beating his ass, too. So now what I notice Dominique doing, she being extra petty. Yes, our bond is unbreakable. Bitch, that's not true because she just broke it like a, a year ago <laughs> when she popped out exactly. another baby. So now your husband right, got but the four thing kids. With that situation, though, is it's like I don't know the full situation, but from what I've mm-hmm. gathered from Baller Alert and Shade Room and all that, it seems as if, okay, the wife, Dominique is the wife, right? So mm-hmm. it seems like Dominique was very like, okay, I'm going to forgive him. And in that, I'm going to accept this child he made. So she's trying to make the child a part of everything. And it seems like Camille or Camilla or whatever, she's so bitter that it's like, like if you don't let that child go and see well, her. Well, they're both shady boots. But here's where Camilla got fucked up. Had Dominique just been a baby's mom or a girlfriend, y'all are the same. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't dispute right. that. Y'all are the fucking same. Don't neither one of you carry this Negro's last name. Dominique right. is the wife. That man worth I think like eighty million. She said, "Oh no, did you see the one post where she said, oh no, you're not getting our money.' See, he don't gotta pay you to be quiet no more. He told the truth. That's what the fuck oh, I'm wow. talking about. So whoever her husband, yeah, her husband came and told her like, look, shit's gonna hit the fan." I'm just going to tell you like this. And that's something else that I wanted to talk about. I respect any man. Listen, you know, my parents used to tell me, both my parents, even when they split up, my mother used to say, don't ever let nobody be able to tell me about my kids. My mother, because she had four. Mm -hmm. So she would be like, I know if you tell me that X, Y, Z happened, that your brother David did it. If you tell me this happened, I know your brother Mark did that. If you tell me this happened, I know my daughter did that, because I was the only girl for 18 years. My father, mm-hmm. he used to live, like, on, like, one of the hood streets back in the day. And he used to be like, don't let me catch your ass walking down that street, one. And two, don't let none of these Negroes on this street come and tell me nothing about my daughter. My fast-tailed daughter, I don't want to hear nothing about it. You got a problem, you come to me. You understand what I'm saying? That's all my parents ever asked. You know, because at this point, like, my brother got into a situation where he had beat this man into unconsciousness. He went to my mother, told her the truth. My mother gave him the necessary steps legally and, and you know, police-wise, like, this is what you're going to have to do. You understand what I'm saying? So my mother used to always say, I can't protect you if I don't know what you did. So don't lie right. to me. I don't care what it is. Just come and tell me, and then I can help you. And I think that a lot of men, and I always call them cowards because I'm like, your girlfriend, what, five foot, five five, five ten, whatever, however tall anybody's girlfriend is, and you can't bear <laughs> <laughs> to just tell this this lady the truth instead of embarrassing her on the internet, mm-hmm. embarrassing her in different cities, embarrassing her. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like there's mm-hmm. certain places that you know what I'm saying? 
y'all can go, and they're going to be side-eyeing you like, really? That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, it should never be like that. As the woman, you right. should be able to go anywhere you want to go freely and not have to worry about some thought or some female running up because she don't know who the fuck you are. Exactly. It's very clear. You ever see a dude on my side, don't talk to him. <laughs> don't even say nothing to him. Right. Don't speak because it's very clear. You may not know who I am, but you know I didn't come here to play with you. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So any of mine are this way. So, you know, with men, with, with what happened with Dominique Penn, he went and told her, like, right before the shit hit the shade room, look, I was fucking with this girl. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And let me tell you something. When, she, when he did that, that saved their marriage. I can tell you that right now. Because, mm-hmm. listen, she went online. That's when she posted that shit calling the girl Jane Doe. When she was like, listen, Jane Doe, whoever you are, whatever it is that you do, he already told me what happened. So all that extortion that you was doing every month, we know about it now. So now she said the next step is we're going to do a paternity test. And she was like, and if it comes back that, you know, it's his, then guess what? I guess that my husband has four children. She said, but I'm the wife. She said, so you, you taking money out of my pocket, it stops today. I said, oh, that's when I started liking her. But now... I said, oh, she was like, bitch, we ain't got to look. He ain't got to lie no more. But see, that's what I'm saying. If you'd have just went and told your wife in the beginning, it would have saved her so much more fucking embarrassment. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And she also came forward and was like, you know, I'm not mad at you. I don't give a fuck about you at all. She was like, but don't get it twisted. He got hell to pay for what he did to me. You, she said, I don't care about you. She said, but you won't get another dime until we find out, you know, if the baby's his. Now, of course, the baby's his look just like him. But Camilla is extra petty. She's doing little shit like posting pictures in her Raiders gear and the baby in the Raiders gear. Granted, she was a fan before this happened. But let's just talk about the conversations that go on, go on in the Penn household. You know, I'm telling you, she's going to be in there making eggs and just be beating him in his face with a spatula on a Tuesday. Now, right now they, they out in Mexico somewhere. She posting (laughs) pictures of them hugged up. No, she is. She she posting pictures of them hugged up. He ain't had no motherfucking choice. Anything that girl, right. girl, she just got the Bentley truck. Like anything she asked for, my man, you better do it because if she leave you. So let me let me let me ask you something, my man. Was that pool nanny from the Bad Girls Club worth the forty million dollars plus child support that your wife was finna be able to take from you because you know she ain't had no prenup? Girl, they was together. Right. Girl, she would overdraft her account for this dude. They've been together since she was 19. Wow. Was it worth it that some $40 million punani? I think the fuck not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean saying? And that's losing what... their life every day over. So, so I mean, it's, I really wonder, like, what, that, that's the question. Was it worth it? Like, what do they think? It's well, like, of course do it wasn't because no he control? don't fuck with her. No, 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 no. I can see. I mean, to our knowledge, he don't mess with the chick. Good girl, he don't mess with that girl from the bad girl club. She the type that she be posting it all over like daddy's here. Like, from what I understand, he ain't seen the baby. And you want to hear something else crazy? The little girl, Demi, their daughter, she just had like a, a Coachella-themed birthday party for her. Mm-hmm. I think the girl, the kid's birthday is on the same day. Dirty ass. Girl, listen, Camilla's baby and his youngest daughter, I think their birthday is on the same day. They had birthday parties the same day. Girl, that's disgusting. Girl, he would get beat. But you know what? $40 million and an AIDS test? I don't know. I might could forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. We might could have a conversation. 
You sleep on your end of the house. (laughs) Don't say shit to me. Right, because people will leave a shitty situation for another shitty situation without the benefit. Right, I'm not doing that. (laughs) What the hell? Like, right. I mean, well, and the other thing, too, is that, you know. Well, yeah, and you're in a marriage. So to me, that's completely different than just dating. Dating, bitch, bye, bye. You understand what I'm saying? But but you also right. have to total up the cost. So before I walk exactly. out of any situation where I'm tired or where, you know, motherfuckers always be like, oh, you didn't have a choice. Motherfucker, I always have a choice. Let me be clear. Right. Sometimes the choice is doing nothing at all. And the end of the day, I don't like to be embarrassed either. And I don't like to be blindsided. I have right. to deal with grown-ass men only. I can't deal with somebody that's lying to me, lying to her, minimizing my shit, minimizing their shit. And then it's just like, well, 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 Negro, do you know who you love or who you like? Like, it's okay. Just tell me. And so the part that I really hate about my breakups, like even with, like we can go back to 2013. Girl, I ain't spoke to the one dude. We broke up in 2014. Girl, I ain't spoke to him since. When I say I called a bomb threat in on one of his parties in Detroit, (laughs) Dead ass. You ain't making no money today. You gonna cheat on me with a fucking like a half a prostitute? Bitch, how dare you? Oh no, you're not making any money today. And let me tell you why I had to call the bomb threat. That particular day, I was on my way up there to whoop everybody. I was gonna kill everybody. Everybody was going down that day. Cause he lied. There was a picture that came out. One of my fans texted me and was like, "Yo, ain't this your dude?" I'm like, "Yeah, that is him." Getting a tattoo with the girl. Me and him, when we were kids, got our first tattoo together. So you just all kinds of violating. You understand what I'm saying? And we broke up for like 20 years, got back together, right? Right after my mom died, oh, so I wow. wasn't in my right frame of mind any goddamn way. Right. Girl, when I found out he was cheating, honey, I ain't spoke to him since. Called in a bomb threat. They had to vacate the party. I don't give a fuck. I'm going back and forth to Detroit. You know, and instead of him just being like, look, because he used to make adult videos. He was like the producer and the DJ on these adult videos. Now, he uh-huh. made good money doing that. But the point of the matter is, you can't come back to my city. I said, if I catch you in my city, it's a fucking rap. I don't even got to call my brothers. Don't come back up here. Go make your money somewhere else. Number two, I said, you grind me. I should have never had to find out on the Internet, you know what I'm saying, that you was doing some shit that you ain't had to mm-hmm. do So, of course, right. of course, me being me, and because I know the men that I'm dealing with, I'm very fortunate that at least, I'm not saying my men don't lie to me, but I know who they are, right? So I knew he was fully capable of doing that. But I also knew that at some point, your hustle, your grind, you was going to run out of money, right? Mm-hmm. You hustle for a minute, like as far as his, his DVDs, and then you stop. No, the hustle don't sleep. You have to go all, all the time. Of course, he ran out of money. Don't be posting on Instagram no more. Probably still doing bad in life. That's all I ever asked God for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, nah. You fucked exactly. me over, and I ain't been nothing but nice to you, putting your friends up in my house, you know, putting your friends up in one of my apartments, whatever, whatever, so that when y'all came up here, y'all could stay and, you know, nah, fam, you you, you deserve all the heartache that you get. So, of course, the little stripper mm-hmm. girl left him and this, this, and this. So after that situation is when I don't put, I didn't put my beloveds on uh, social media anymore, you know, because it was a very public, nasty breakup. Like, it was, girl, it was nasty. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like, he blocking me, I'm blocking him. Girl, yeah, he used my name, zero fucks. Girl, I'm the reason that he don't have a business no more. Girl, he didn't trademark his shit. He wow. went about his business. He didn't trademark his shit, didn't copyright it. So there was a band in England that had the same name as his DVD names. So mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, 
but they sent him a cease and desist letter, and he's being investigated. Hey, I don't know. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is when you do fucked up shit to people, fucked up shit happens to you. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about it. Exactly. I just heard later on that they had to, because it was like a rock band or something like that. But you you gotta you gotta have your ducks in a row, girl. He had been using wow. that name for like, girl, like ten years, you know. But it's just the raggediness wow. of it. And then the guy that I dated right. in Texas, which was like a year later, because you know I be having year hiatuses and shit. The guy mm-hmm. I dated in Texas, that was one of the so that was another heartbreaking thing because I'm losing both my friend and somebody that I was dealing with. You understand what I'm saying? Because that was my I mean, all so these, any really man I dated a- was my homeboy. What do you mean? Did I really lose a friend? I mean, was he the longer somebody is gone, the more you realize they were never there? Like, because and then it's like dudes would be sitting up in your life just proudly in the friend zone, playing that friend role, but they have ulterior motives. Like, they really don't oh, want to yeah, be for your sure. friend. They're for waiting sure. for that opportunity. Well, I don't so, have male friends usually. I'm saying that when I date people, they usually are my friend first. And I tell motherfucker in a minute, I don't fuck my friends, so... You know what I'm saying? I have, like, one male friend that I haven't spoken to in a minute, but that's it, and we've never had any type of contact. But with this last situation, it is a little bit more difficult because I really felt like that was my friend. I was with this man almost every single day. We doing everything together. You know what I'm saying? From eating to doing this to doing that and going over here and going over there. So it really is a loss. But you have to look at what did I really lose. I lost chaos. And so in one of the the posts I put today – you know, everything happens for a reason. So I don't, I don't hate anybody. You know, I just wish that the type of man that he was, he would be honest with himself and to the woman that he's with about who he is, what he wants, what he needs, and why he did what he did. You can't put that shit all on me. You know, because, you know, she made it out like I was, you know, I'm a cougar. Motherfucker, <laughs> listen, he didn't know how old I was. <laughs> like, I, I wish I had sought him out. I really didn't because what he didn't tell you was that for two years prior to me even knowing who he was, when he was driving in the black Mercedes, he had ran up on me when I was doing my jogs down Whirlpool. So this was something that, you know what I'm saying, like Wood had said on his show, this was something that was in the making. That was something that manifested in the universe. And then when I went to him on a business tip, and like I told him, I said, we don't do business. You know what I'm saying? So we don't have a reason to talk. We don't we don't have a reason to do anything like right. it's done. You know what I'm saying? You lied to her. You lied to me. I watched you lie to her. I watched you lie to me. And instead of you just keeping the G, just being like, you know what? I don't know. You know, I personally think the type of man he is, he didn't go through his whole stroll. And, you know, I wrote about that in my book. You know, he's been with this woman for seven, eight years. You know, and her too. I feel bad for her too because, you know, I'm sitting in the car talking to her and she's upset because she's like, you know, not that she wasted her 20s, but I feel you. Like, you could have been doing a lot of shit in your 20s. School, you know, going out on your little trips with your little whole girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying her girlfriends are hoes, but I'm just saying, like, just, just being 20-something. You know, right. just really figuring out who the fuck you are, what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? By 28, I was married, but let me tell you something. I was ready. <laughs> Girl, I had, listen, right. I had lived. I have I have done a lot of shit in my days, Ooh. like as far as seen a lot of shit, traveled a lot of places, did anything I wanted to do. So when people say, like, you always in the house right now, shit, because the shit y'all doing, y'all 17 and 18, I already, or when y'all 25 and 26, I did that shit when I was 18. Miami? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember the found blue when it was a goddamn Hilton. So you know what I mean? Like it's just it's different. I'm I'm refined right now. I'm trying to get a house in the Philippines. You know, because they only a hundred right. stacks, custom built. Right. You know, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Teach my cat to talk. You know, I, I got to put up money for my son's college. <laughs> Girl, for real, my cat, right. she talks. You know, I'm mm. trying to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, girl, she talks. She says, Mama, I'm hungry. <laughs> She's right here. Mama, I'm hungry. So funny. Girl, she knows how to open doors and everything. If I try to lock her in any room, she'll, she'll open the door. That's how she go. But That's awesome. I think that, don't scratch Mama. No. But I think that right now, and it's funny because you can always tell when a girl goes through a breakup, usually on the Internet, because then it's like, oh, everything's about God, everything's about school, everything is about getting myself together. Nah, I'm, I'm the oh, same really? every single day. Oh, that's how girls do. They be like, you know, it's really all about my kids. Bitch, it should have been about your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. it's really that's all about me right now. It should have been about it's you. Funny. <laughs> Like, I was separated for, like, I think five months before anybody knew anything on the Internet. And they're like, what? No, mm-hmm. what's going on? Like, do you really think I'm about to be posting things that that is going to, like, give you right, any indication of what's thing, going on in my know? life? Yeah, but well, then once I, I did think start... That- well, do you, you, do you think that people blamed you, or do you think that the oh, majority of your followers blamed them? this is something I wanted them? to get into as well. Like, it seems like most people were just, like, automatically assuming that because I had just given birth and because I'm the mother and all this type of stuff, that it was him, that he fucked up, that he cheated or something, that he just left and walked out. Because one of my friends, like, commented, well, not friend, this guy I went to high school with, made a comment on a post of him and my daughter, like, shaking my head, and I'm like, what? And he's talking about wasted your fucking time. When in actuality, he cheated. No, not really. What he's thinking. Well, and then not really also because, yeah, it was a distraction. There was lessons learned in it. And I think that situation absolutely needed to happen in my life so I can know what I want right now. I got shit out of my system. I have two beautiful kids. I'm lucky. Like, I got what people sit here wasting time in relationship for. So, really, it wasn't a waste of time. But it's like, I think people just assume that it it was him. But I think people who truly know me probably knows, like, I just got tired. Well, you know, I had this conversation with you. And remember, you yeah. were even afraid to even broach the conversation because you were like, I don't even know if this is right to say. But what the good news is is that you know you knew yourself and you were true to yourself. Right. And so you knew at the end of the day this wasn't going to work. And so there was no need right. in, you know, continuing to hate this man. Girl, I know, because when you hate a motherfucker, like, it's a wrap. And, and it, exactly. listen, it doesn't necessarily have to do with cheating. Like, if I was right. with somebody that was fucking lazy and just refused to get up and get some money, work at Walmart, mm-hmm. do whatever, I'm going to want to punch you in the face every day. No different right. than right. if you, you cheated on me. Then you lay up and have sex. Like, what? Like, yeah, like, how dare you want to sweat on me? <laughs> and I'm hungry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how dare you? Want to lay on somebody's like, daughter like, and sweat on them. happy to see me coming home. It's like, you're like, no, I'm not. Why are you coming home? We're out here struggling, don't have a car and everything. Take your ass to a second job. Why are you home at 3 o'clock? Like, there it why? is. You well, let this me time. tell why you, you know. Like, <clears throat> and the other thing, too, is I want to talk about the women on the other side of dating these men that we end up, you know, like my ex-husband, he's remarried. Now, mm-hmm. his third wife, you know, of course she hated my guts. She tried to be fake nice when I met her, but I caught the shade and threw it back, put my glasses <laughs> on, told her to deal with it. 
Because, girl, you'll never be me. You, you, I said he must really be broke now because you bottom of the barrel. You, he normally, my ex-husband, his first wife, girl, his first wife, if I ever met the broad, I'd take a picture with her and be like, this, this, this is his legacy right here because she was bad. I mean, she was drop-dead gorgeous while she cheated on him. But the point of the matter is oh, she wow. left her ass in Brooklyn. I, I don't know what to tell you. So, anyway, she was a hoe anyway. She already had three kids. He didn't have any with her. My oh, son wow. is the sole heir. Of him and his daughter that he has with this third wife is the 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 daughter that he has, so he only has the two. So mm-hmm. when she got with him, of course she believes every lie that he told. And I told him, you know, oh, my yeah, mom just taught me a lot of lessons. Feel sorry for him, and oh yeah, because I took insane, the truck, like... I did this, I did that. Okay, did you tell her I'm paying for it too? <laughs> did you tell right. her that you know what I'm saying? You didn't. So listen, my mom used to tell me all the time. She used to say, "Don't warn these broads." You know, when you say and you talk shit, especially about your ex-husband, you, you're doing the right thing by not talking trash about him. That's your daughter's father. That's somebody that you were married to. You share a last name. You guys were in each other's lives. So the guy that I used to date, he used to get really mad, like, oh, you still love your husband? No, it's just it's very different when it's not a baby's dad. You know, it's very different. Right. And even if it was a baby's dad, I think that I would still try to defend him at some point, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? That's just not what we're doing. I want to get along with him. We have a son. He's 13. He needs his dad now more than he needs me, really. So, you know, yeah, I fly him down to Texas. Maybe that's not something that, you know, normal ex-wives do. You know what I'm saying? But I do because I can't. So, you know, that's something. I don't stay with them. Girl, I got my own situation down in Texas. Child, please. But one of the things my mom used to tell me is don't warn these broads. So don't tell him, girl, he told me this and he did this and he did that. No, 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 no. Let her figure it out on her own. That's the Mm -hmm. worst punishment. So I don't have exactly. to sit here and talk about any of my situations, what they did to me other than a lying and cheating, whatever. I don't have to talk about where they took me, what we did, how we did it, any of that. Because in the end, if you knew that I even existed, you're going to talk about me and worry about me for the rest of your life. His ex, girl, his, um, his, his, his third, yeah, his third wife. Girl, she would tell me where the fuck I was at. You don't need our money. You're on vacation all the time. Bitch, I work. Don't you know, count my money all for all me. Just because I'm spending my money, that don't mean you don't still owe me 12 racks. And, you, right. and I said, and listen, as a woman, because I'm going to tell you about the women that are on the other side of that. Now, prior to her having her baby, you don't need that much money to take care of your child. I said, do you have a baby? She said, no. I said, when you have one, holler back. Okay? So right. she gets pregnant. She gets pregnant. She miscarries. Girl, I'm in Atlanta uh-huh. doing a book signing. And exactly, I'm in Atlanta doing a book signing, and she tells me, you're the reason I miscarried. Girl, I, like, lost it with, oh like, hysterical goodness. crying. Like, Obsession. I don't play like that. I said, bitch, I met you one time, the stress of it all. I said, is that what you're telling this fucking plantinal so that he can hate my guts? He's never going to hate my guts. I was the love of his life. Oh Cut it goodness. out. Like, stop it. Like, she dead serious. My mother was like, get the fuck out of here. She said that because my mom know I'm like, I don't, I don't play like that. Miscarriages, baby. Like, I don't play like that. So I go to the book signing 40 minutes late, you know, at the Buckhead Bottle Barn in, in Atlanta because this bitch was like, it's your fault. Bitch, get, get well soon. Like, don't, don't do that. So then we already knew we had a problem. So, girl, like, a month later, she ends up pregnant. My mom's like, there's no way this bitch just had a miscarriage and then turned around. You know what I'm saying? And was pregnant again. She had a period. That's what she had. So I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. So, you know, when she has her daughter, of course, payments stop. 
And she says, um, I said, listen, can I say something to you? And this is like six months after the payment stopped. And they weren't full payments anyways. I said, as a woman, as a mother, you don't think that you could have called me on the phone and said, Denise, listen, you know, we just had our daughter. Can you just give us a minute to get it together, and then we'll resume payments in six months? No. I said, what you did was you went and you tried to lower the child support, which has been the same for a decade now. Never changed it, okay? He's, you know, his incomes went up, down, he was overseas, whatever, whatever. I never change it. I never touch it. I don't got time for that shit. Just send what you're supposed to. If not, whatever, we're going to still eat. So I said, you don't think as a woman you could have just called me woman to woman, mother to mother, and said, listen, we can only send you this amount, and, you know what I'm saying, as soon as we get back on our feet, whatever, whatever. That's my son's sister. Why would I, why would I want to displace her out of any home or, or, or screw her out of any money? I said, believe mm-hmm. it or not, I said, I like children. Right, so if that's my son's sister, she now becomes a part of my family too. I don't want right. to see this little girl, you know. And girl, make no mistake about it, they they wasn't on the verge of homelessness or nothing. But the point of the matter is, you know, there's a, there's a line that that happens when you become a parent. You could have called me, you know. I said if your husband is going to be late or not paying this much, you could call me. You want to be around my kid. You understand what I'm saying? And, and ha- girl, I told you she gave my son a Jehovah's Witness Bible. Girl, mm. listen, I went through Yikes. the roof. I said, I wouldn't give your daughter a piece of candy without asking your permission. And you're going to put right. a Jehovah's Witness Bible or whatever in my son's hand, right? Are you going to be at home teaching? I said, first of all, you're Spanish. We don't really do that. So I don't even know where this is coming from. Second of all, his father's Catholic, which is enough for me because – I don't believe in that. It's a cult. So at the end of the day, and my son at the time was studying to be a five percenter. So what are you doing? And you need to call and ask my permission. Well, you're just, I said, listen, do you want me to get on a plane? Because I can't go. You know, for years they didn't tell me where they lived. Girl, I, had to, I, wow. I, I tried to hire a private investigator and everything. Yeah, because I'm nuts. <laughs> like, you're not going to, girl, yeah. You're not going to be sitting here talking to me like from behind a telephone about me, my kid, and this, this, and this. So I said, listen. Girl, they was writing letters to the court. Oh, she just oh, had to listen. Write another letter to the court saying that I do this, this, and this. You can come get the kid. And you know what's going to be even worse is when you come get them, you're still going to have to pay me child support every month. You know why? Because that's right. how much money y'all owe me. Get yourselves together. Cut it out. You could come get him. He could go live with his dad. That's his father. They have a special bond. But you won't be able to break it. And that's what women that are on the other side of it, they have to understand, like, what type of female are you that you'll let him feed you or y'all child, but he don't feed his other kids? Use a right. sorry, lame-ass excuse for a fucking exactly. boy. You deserve everything that you get in this life. I don't co-sign that Those shit. I don't condone that shit. Like... If I'm a female and I see my dude, I don't usually date dudes that got kids, but if he got kids and you out spending more money and time with me than you do your kids and you ain't seen your kids, right. I don't know. That's kind of a turnoff. Pussy's a little dry now. That, that kind That's of. That's not cute. Like, there is no way in hell you are getting any of my time if you can't if you can't parent right. It's like at the end of the day, like there's something wrong with you mentally, and all of that, everything. You can't well, give listen, your I just had a situation, whatever. and I can't even lie. Like I can't even lie. All three of the baby's moms was insane. Like I saw he was lying. They was all crazy. Like I'm okay, and what's wrong with him if that's this, if that's the case? Like, exactly, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like what I said, I said what happened, and I had to tell him before. Like, listen, these are the women that you chose, 
and they all ended up doing the same shit to you. Now, they're, they're all different in a little bit of ways. One is, like, extra smart. One is, like, a gold digger. And the other one, she actually mm-hmm. works really hard. She, she gets money. So they're a little different in that aspect. But, girl, in their mind, I think they all still want to be with them. Like, if y'all ain't been together in, like, 10 and 12 years, like, you, you, something you want to tell me? Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't give a damn what my ex-husband do. If he pay, that's cool. If he don't pay, that's cool, too. You know, so I don't, I, don't, I don't know what y'all doing, but I do know that, like, in some cases, the women are using the children as pawns. But at the same time, okay, if I'm that baby's mom and I'm looking at the woman that he's with, whether it was me or anybody else, I'm going to be like, bitch, you know this motherfucker ain't seen his kid in a minute. Type of bitch is you. And we might have to exactly. have a conversation. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're exactly. also going to be the female that's around my kids. So it's like right. you you would let this man choose you over his kids. What do you think is going to happen if you and him procreate? Now, see, when right. my situation happened, it was a little different because, A, I'm older. I don't really require that much other than just make My biggest struggle being a mom and getting a divorce was daycare. I could work. Right. I was getting money. That wasn't the issue. The issue was daycare because right. I could work all day and night. You know what I'm saying? As long as I had a good daycare or a nanny. So, like, when we had the little African nanny, we had a Spanish nanny, too, uh, down in uh, in Florida. Girl, I was paying her damn near half of what I was making just to watch my kid. So I could go to work, but I had no choice because I have to have some money coming in. You know what I'm saying? With my my one business clothes. So it's like, you know, I got to be a stay-at-home mom for a while, but trust me, it wasn't by choice. It was because my company closed down. They had to pay me severance pay. Then I got unemployment, girl, which was huge because, you know what I'm saying, I made a decent amount of money. But And that was in the state of Florida. But you have these women that they, they, you know, we have this conversation. They get in these princess mentalities. And really over the age of 18, you're supposed to be a queen. You're supposed to be able to walk with such confidence that, you, nobody can knock you off the pedestal. And I just said today, you know, you're never going to, you know, as I grow into these situations, I hear people like, oh, I didn't know that you wrote books or you so-called write books or you have a little radio station and, you know, trying to, you know, minimize what (laughs) I do. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, I could post stats all day, but I don't do that because guess what? I'm broke. I'm poor. I ain't got it. I don't want the IRS calling me. Listen, I just had to mail the IRS a freaking letter and was like, listen, I'm going to get y'all this money in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't look. Please don't take me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. please don't. No, for real. Because you, you at the end of the year, you look at your your stuff. You like, damn, I did the damn thing. But then when I look back at 2016, all I did was work, working to make myself sick, not mm-hmm. even realizing I was sick. And thank God that I did because now I'm able. I think that this whole illness, I'm in week, you know, six of my recovery, and I feel like this illness made me so sluggish. Like now, girl, I'm up you know, ready to go outside, ready to run, ready to do my thing. And I go back to work in a few weeks and the energy level is so much higher. I'm back on my protein shakes. I'm not depressed. I'm happy. And so I look at, you know, your post and I see what you're eating. And I'm just like a food diary would really be great for me. And girl, it's funny because one of my beloveds, the one that lived in Texas, he was also a personal trainer on the side. Um, He was a technology guy. He was also a personal Oh yeah, girl. He sent me all my little um, my blender thing, my uh, my scale for my food. He was like, "Your problem is portion control." I was like, "Whatever. Don't talk to me about nothing. I'm gonna eat what I eat." You know what I'm saying? He's like, "No, bitch, right. you need to use this scale." And so it, that's what I mean when I say that. Not that I miss the relationship, but I miss the friendships. I miss like I have honest. Like, you know, and I hate that when you're first in a relationship, you guys are so honest, you guys are so happy, everything is good, because I can spot a bullshit a mile away. 
But I don't mm-hmm. have control over if a, if a motherfucker tell me, oh, you can't come to my house because people looking for me and I don't want you, you know, to be in any danger and shit like that. Hey, you tell me you an alien, I believe you an alien <laughs> until I see otherwise. So that made sense. You understand? Oh, <laughs> it, made, it made sense. And the motherfucker's like, oh, well, when so-and-so tells you that they got a girlfriend, you should just leave. Okay, wait a minute. So I should build a house for a whole year, right? And just because they got tenants, I should walk away from what I built. I think the fuck not. You, well, how about this? How about that motherfucker walk away? <laughs> how about he built some or shit, too? Some how about when he tells me, he says, hey, I'm not fucking with you no more because, hey, guess what? I have somebody. Right? Right. They don't do that. So everybody always wants to put it on the woman. And it's like, no, nah, he had an opportunity to walk the fuck away, too, and didn't. So at the end of the day, if you have somebody telling you, like, oh, I'm going to fix this or I'm going to leave and this, this, and this and blah, 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 what did you think was going to happen? And, and that's the other thing. There's a lot of men out there that there's nothing wrong with their girlfriends. They're successful, they're pretty, or they're, they're cute, mm-hmm. or, you know, but some of them are ungrateful. And that shit well, will get you cheated on just as fast as the fact that you ain't sucking dick. That's going to get you cheated on. <laughs> you understand know what I'm saying? Right. These men want so much. You got to be their mama. You got to be their daddy. You got to be their wife. You got to be their accountant. You got to be their lawyer. Right. You have to be their gym partner. You have to be their personal trainer. You got to be their chef. You have to be the fucking dry cleaners. You have to be everything to black men nowadays. And what are they to mm-hmm. us? Nothing. A what are you doing? Headache. All you're doing is giving me a dick and a fucking problem. And dick is free in all 50 right. fucking states. And so I, you know, I really actually, you know, <laughs> came to the realization that the last situation that I was in, that situation also had to happen because of the fact that I don't do local uh, relationships anyway. I never have. I always did something out of town because I'm a mom. I like to work, 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 mm-hmm. work. And when I go out of town, I go out of town, come back, and then I'm focused. I get my fix. I'm I'm obsessed with all my boyfriends. Any boyfriend I ever had, I was obsessed with them. My husband, I was obsessed with them. You know what I'm saying? So there is no, I don't see other people. There is no, you know what I'm saying? I, that's just something personally I do. But hmm. in most situations, like especially with me getting ready to have to write this seventh book, um, I needed that chaos. Oh, wow. You're on your I needed, seventh book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, my that's son amazing. wrote a book. He's actually writing his second book, but... Yeah, Boom, Boom is writing his second book. He told me the first time when he wrote the first book, he's like, Mommy, he's like, you know, I want to do like an anthology. Like he wanted to do a series of books. Mm-hmm. And basically was like, um, you know, he wanted, he did one when he was like, he wrote the book when he was nine. It was published, I think, when he was 10. So now he wants to do one as a 13-year-old teenager. And then he, for me, I don't care if anybody buys it now. His first book, Journey of a uh, Journal of a Kid Waiting to Be King, which is actually on Amazon mm-hmm. as well, that book, um, cover work done by Darren Winslet, if you look at David Banner, who actually is celebrating a birthday today, uh, David mm-hmm. Banner, The Guy Box, that, you know, futuristic looks like the cosmos in his hair, he actually mm-hmm. got that off my son's book cover. It's the same thing. My yeah. son's book was out a year before him, and it's funny because my son's godfather was tweeting David Banner like, "Wow, so we stealing artwork from a you know what I'm saying from a ten year old now." So That's you know, crazy. but whatever. Oh yeah, you could look at him. I mean, we put them side by side. This is like a couple years ago that this happened. So when he came out with the god box where it looks all like the cosmos or whatever, whatever. That's the same book cover as my son because it's the cosmos and his hair, and it's a picture of him with a little crown on, whatever, whatever. So we um, 
that was my son's book. Then I did games. Then I did, I don't even know what order it was. I also did Nightmares and Vultures with uh, Ariel, uh, which is a friend of mine that I knew, Rivera, which is a friend of mine that I knew from high school, went to prison, got out of prison, actually hit me up on Facebook, like, look, you still writing? I'm like, damn, I was like, okay. <laughs> so I did his book actually before I did Stay in Your Lane. Then I did Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess. Then I did a book called um, Back from Broken, which was a commission book. So I was actually a ghostwriter on that book. It was so difficult for me because when I write books, I'm not like normal people. Like, you know, some people can go to Italy and sit in a Tuscan villa. And no, I'd be in abandoned buildings, listening to Donny Hathaway, smoking black and mild, drinking like beer out of a can. Like I have to go completely dark and dirty to complete somebody else's pain, you know. So this particular book, Back from right. Broken, by by Ed Womack, don't buy it. He's a piece of shit. So the reason he's a piece of shit <laughs> is because as I write nonfiction, because I don't write fiction, I write nonfiction, so I write true shit. As I'm writing the book, I'm realizing there's holes in some of the shit that he was saying. And I'm the type of writer that I have to tell the truth no matter what. If it hurts, if it sounds fucked up, I have to say it. I, I can't hold my tongue when I'm writing because I literally write it out in paper first, then I type it. So you're telling me a story, but you don't want to hurt your mom. You don't want to hurt this person. You don't want to talk about your abuse. You don't. Well, I can't write the fucking book then because if right. you're going to sugarcoat everything, readers don't want to read that. My books sell because people mm-hmm. are like, damn, the bitch said that she, yeah, I, I did it. So I did the same shit you did, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, at that age. Right. Or I, you know what I'm saying, or I did this or I did that. So, you know, right. that's what I think people want to read people don't want to read sugar anymore we want to see sugar we're just going to turn on the tv so as he was writing the and book it's the it became same with very, music <clears throat> right right i don't want to hear celine dion i can't listen to her right now i can't yeah i can't listen to celine i can't listen to mariah fuck y'all i can't i don't live in butterfly <laughs> land so <clears throat> when i was writing this man's book it was so painful for me because I could just see the images of what he was talking about and the fact that he was fucking lying. And then what he did to his ex-wife in the book. As a woman, I can't condone it. It's fucked up. And I specifically called him and said, I'm not writing that. As a woman, I don't give a fuck with the lady. I'm not writing that. That's the mother of your children. I'm not doing that. And if you want me to write that about her, you're going to have to do it yourself. Then he, he gets the book. We finish it. Then he starts going back and forth with me on editing. Don't fucking talk to me about editing. Don't talk to me about anything. Just pay the money, do what you do. And I get paid a lot of money to do that. So then he was being funny with the money. I don't have time. No, because the reason that I want my money up front. I don't care if your book ever sells a million copies. Just give me my money what I need it, you know, up front and be done with it. I'd rather take $10,000 or, you know, $5,000, write your little, you know, brochure and go on about my business. I don't care if you sell a million copies because a million copies with a different publisher, if the book is $20, you're only getting $7, and that's if you you publish privately. If you publish with, like, Random House or something like that, first of all, he never got picked up for that. But let's say you did. You're in the hole when when that book hits the, the press anyway. I want my money now. So... We do that, and how do you he puts get, the book out. Oh, mhm. I just because I'm what? literally right now. I'm I just signed up for this Kindle shit so I could read your book because I'm seeing that it's twenty dollars and I'm broke as hell. So it's like, how mm-hmm. do you do? You get some type of royalties from stuff like like yeah. how does that? I don't yeah. get how that works. Well, because when you sign out, girl, Amazon sent me a tax information sheet at the end of the year. That's why I be owing money. Um. 
when you do it on Kindle, it's the same thing. But and actually, I'll probably drop the price of it on Kindle when I put this book out, which will be in the next 30 days, because this book should be out by Mother's Day. It's not even written yet, but these things birth themselves. But, yeah, once you – yeah, it, all, it goes to me. Amazon takes a chunk, but because I own the publishing and I am the writer, I get the bulk of the money. That's the point. But, I mean, so, how does that work? Because this is like – you know how you got your tied to It's tied your, to a business account. No, so what when I mean, you like, pay you that get... money, Amazon pays me out royalties every month. They total it up. I can go on two different websites and see. I can't see who bought the book, but I can see, okay, 30 people bought this book today. Or at one uh-huh. point there was 800 people in one month that bought my book. My royalty check right. was nice. You understand what I'm saying? So but what I'm saying is, is if saying? the person has Kindle Unlimited, they can read the book for free because they're paying for their membership. It's like oh. Netflix for books or something. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering, like, how do like how how do you get Oh, I don't need that. Well, the, because they pay me a premium anyway. So that's what I'm saying. They pay me a premium, but then they pay me my royalty. So that's probably what the premium is for, is for the Prime Unlimited. Gotcha. Okay, that mm-hmm. Oh, trust me. I get paid no matter what you do. It doesn't matter to me. on Amazon? So on Amazon, there would be Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess. There would be games, a transactional analysis of uh, game playing and trick knowledge. So basically that book was like an offspin of like some Iceberg Slim type stuff. So I have a chapter in there. Back from Broken, which is by Ed Womack, that book I totally wrote. So let me get back to that. When he did the his first book, thing because that's what people do they want to show you the cover of their book and they want to show you the, the book release but they don't want to tell you how they wrote the book because usually they didn't write the book so <clears throat> he releases the book because i'm gonna tell you how the pookie chronicles came about the pookie chronicles is also mine which is about the crack era culture in the 80s the whole new jack city situation you know but what people don't know is that the pookie chronicles and back from broken same book and i'm gonna tell you why when he took the book he he did his show, whatever. He tried to edit his book and change it. Now, as a writer, if I put my work out, whether it's edited or not, I don't care. Once it's out, it's out. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to fit. Nope. If I spell the word wrong, I don't care. It's unedited. Let's leave it at that. Maybe on the 10-year anniversary, I'll do an edited version of Stan Light. I don't <laughs> care. So I don't. I don't care because it's, it's painful. So I don't want to go back. I already wrote the book, so I don't want to go back and relive that and be like, oh, you know. Maybe the, you know, I don't want to do that. When I write a book, I don't read it. (laughs) Just so you know, I got an editing team. I don't read it. It's written, it's done. And then I bury those memories. Not bury them. I don't, I don't bury them, but it's out now. So it's kind of like calling your demons by their name. So that's why this book Mm -hmm. is so important. And just so people know, it's called um, Black Girl's Book of Shadows. A Black Girl's Book of Shadows, that's what this book is called. And it's about the sisterhood. Mm -hmm. So it's about women you know, because the last book, if you read Stay in Your Lane, Stay in Your Lane was all about men. It started with my father. It ended with my son. That was deliberate. There was a reason. <laughs> this book is about women, which is a little bit more difficult for me to write because I find that we as women, so, of course, my mom will have a chapter. My mom originally, you know, I was going to give her a whole book. It would have, girl would have just tore me apart to do that. So, oh, what's wrong with Siri? Boy, oh, who death. Oh, she wanted you to pick her up. Yeah, I put her Aww. in her crib in here with her sister for a second. And she then, was like, not today. I mean, she'll give you a good little 15 minutes, and then after that, like, she needs to see my face. Like, it's crazy. 
Girl, not my son. He would be like, not today. Girl, he'll crawl right out that crib. He was always like an acrobat baby. Girl, he could really? not listen. Oh, yeah. Me, girl, he was in a toddler bed before he was even a year a year old. He was just, he was big. My son was huge, almost nine pounds. But when, um, so when I write this book, this book is about, obviously, the sisterhood. There'll be a chapter in there about that, chapter about best friends and lack thereof. You know, I had a best friend of 20 years, cut her off. You know, she said something oh, wow. that was disrespectful about my mom, and it was during the time that my mother was sick and getting ready to pass. My mother will be gone four years at the end of this month. And um, I just couldn't forgive her for that. And just I find that when people aren't raised right, they don't know how to act appropriately in certain situations, women or men. Exactly. You know, so there's appropriate behavior when somebody dies and there's a funeral. Right. You know, you send flowers, you bring food, whatever. There's appropriate behavior it, you know, it's just everything has its place, you know. So I was fortunate. I had a grandmother. I had a mother. I have aunties. I have that network. So there's no reason for me to be running around here acting like I don't know how shit goes. You know, everybody in my family has been married. You know, so certain things that they endured or certain things that I've watched growing up from my uncles, from my aunts, you know, I took notes to that. But this book is also about Tichaba, which is the Black Witch of Salem, that we see in the show Salem, um, I feel like we always talk about black girl magic and we really don't know what that means. And so this portion of the book is going to be written for people that, you know, they don't go to church. They have church in their own home. You know, they're not going to go to subscribe to someone else's religious ideology when they're just making it through the day doing the right thing. That's church within and of itself. And so we talk about spells and, you know, tonight's the pink moon. And people don't realize that when you're singing your favorite song, you're you're spelling. That's why you should watch what you Mm -hmm. say. You know, I I was dealing with a guy that literally, you know, and I, I think he was gifted. Anything that he would say, whether it was an anger, whether it was whatever, it would just always have a weird way of coming true. And it wasn't mm-hmm. to his benefit. And I was like, you know, right. you've got to be careful of the things that you say. Like, that's why I really refrain from telling people, you know what, I hope you die. I used to say that all the time. Right. Dead ass. I used to be like, I hope you die, bitch, today. You know what I'm saying? And then not that that particular incident happened, but at one point I was dealing with a guy a long time ago in Philly. Pissed me off so bad. I said, you know what, I'm leaving. I hope you get hit by a fucking tractor trailer. And so I didn't hear from him for like a month. Sure enough, motherfucker got hit by a tractor trailer. Dead ass, rods in his legs, everything. And so ever since then, I was like, ooh, Denise. <laughs> like, like you didn't get hit by, like, a regular truck. No, you got hit by exactly what I said. And I'm not saying that I'm that powerful and I'm a witch and I'm not saying any of that. All I'm saying is, is that with the Tichaba chapter, we're going to acknowledge that when they took us from our culture, part of our culture, these concoctions and things like that with the herbs and all that stuff, that's no different than us making a hot toddy or chicken noodle soup. And I also did an article called The Real Black Girl Magic for Buffalo Black Book. They'll be putting that on their blog and in their uh, magazine, their quarterly magazine out of Buffalo. They sell all over New York City as well as here in the area. And I did two articles for them. One is called We're All Mad Here, which is about Internet fronting. And the other one is about... um, you know, the real black girl magic about how for centuries people took our work as their own. 
you know. And so then mm-hmm. when you ask black women, why are you so angry? I'm angry because not only do I have to prove myself to you, I have to prove myself to this black man that has no respect for me at all. Then I have to mm-hmm. prove myself. You know what I mean? Like it's just a constant struggle of things that I have to prove mm-hmm. as a woman. I have to prove I'm a good mom or you're going to take my kid. I have to prove that I'm financially capable or else you're going to, you know, want to invade my home and give me some time. Like it's just it's too much. And so part of what happened with that book, Back from Broken by Ed Womack, was he tried to edit his own book and put the book out. He had no access to it. And unfortunately, I don't play that. I'm a business person first. It doesn't matter. The file blew up because it was encrypted. Once mm-hmm. I saw the file and it blew up, I said, okay, you're done. You can, I said, I'm going to tell you what, I said, I'm going to send you a cease and desist because you, you haven't finished paying me, one. Number two, I'm also going to put the book out myself because I wrote it. So I'm going to put the same book out, change the names in it, and we're going to call it the Pookie Chronicles. And I think I sold the book for $5 because I don't care. Just so you understand, don't steal. Okay, you shouldn't have been stealing. And then he was a he was a chauvinist. So like a lot of what he said about women and like the way he talked about himself, girl, it made me sick. Like it was it was so sickening that I was like in tears finishing the book because I hated him so much and I'd never met the man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how much of an empath. Like people joke and they think it's no. I'm really an empath. Like you come to me with the negative vibes, I'm gonna be like, ugh. Like you know what I'm saying? Get away mm-hmm. from me. Like I I can't deal with that. And so. For me, mm-hmm. especially now, I'm in a high energy place, you know, so I don't want anything around me that's chaotic because I'm already mm-hmm. broken with the surgery. Right. You know, like I say, they took away my superpowers and, you know what I'm saying, having to deal with, you know, the sexual aspects of it, you know, having yeah. to deal with which my sex drive is still up and, and, and running, which thank God because a lot of women that's suffer it. and don't, yeah, and don't oh. have any sex drive or anything. Hi, Siri. Um, she's such a happy baby. Oh, <laughs> she is so um, And um, so there, there's that whole situation. I actually am going to add a chapter in the book called Hysterectomy Hysteria because back in the day this is the, the kind, wonderful thing that men used to do to us as women is give us hysterectomies because they felt we were bipolar or they felt that we were having too many mood swings and they attributed that to our period. So a lot of people don't know that psychologically that's what hysterectomies were used for was to quote unquote fix women in the way that we they wow. did frontal lobe lobotomies. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to give a little history about that and then talk about why we as black women are being affected three times more with uterine cancer and with, you know, uh, ovarian cancer as well as um, fibroids, which come out of nowhere. And because um, I was healthy. Like, I was like, oh, you no, I was healthy, motherfucker. I was running marathons. I was, like, I was doing what the fuck I was supposed to be doing. I'm about to be 42. Were you eating ice? Ice? Yes, ice. I no. I don't eat because ice. it's like a weird like like I'm starting to think that can cause those as well. Like do do they can they even pinpoint anything that can cause that? Um, right now they don't know why, but I can tell you what I think caused it is the fact that I was on Prozac for two years prior to me getting like this last relationship I was in was really like a. a a marker for me because like mm-hmm. right when I met him, I like dead ass was on like the first date, like, yo, I just got off meds. I'm ill. <laughs> like, like I'm not saying run. Wow. I'm just saying like, just so you know, you understand what I'm saying? But 
for me, Prozac was to get me out of a depression. So when, when I tell mm-hmm. people, like, I'm psychotic, no, I'm psychotic, like, I'll fuck you up, I don't care. And the difference is that I don't have a conscience when I do something. I couldn't care less. I could watch your whole family drown in a boat. And if you had just fucked with me within a 24-hour period, 24 years, 24 days, and you fuck with me and my family, I don't care about you and your family. All y'all motherfuckers can die, the dog too. I don't care. I really don't. I only feel bad for babies and small animals. Because they don't have a choice. We as as grown adult humans, we all have a choice. So I don't feel sorry for anybody. Nobody felt sorry for me when they was fucking my husband. Nobody felt sorry for me Mm -hmm. when my boyfriend, you know, cheated on me or did whatever. So I don't care about you at all. However, as a woman, I can respect you being upset, you being hurt. And that's the part that makes me still human is because now I have, like, this overwhelming need not to help women but just to be a little bit more empathetic to women because I am one. So I can understand more so somebody's pain, somebody's sorrow, somebody being upset and just kind of chalk it up to it's not personal. It's just to fit. And then people always say, well, if it happened to you, well, bitch, it did. And now it's not. So I don't care. Like, that's what people don't understand. Like, my girlfriend was really upset with me. She's like, you know, you did that and, you know, this, this and this. And I'm like, but I don't care. And you know I don't care. She's like, you're sick because she was like, you know, you just want to watch shit burn to the ground and that's what you do. It is. And you know this. You understand what I'm saying? I never lie. See, the thing is, I never lie about who I am. People just don't believe me. Or they don't get to see that sick, sadistic side. I'll set a fucking whole situation on fire and just watch it burn. I don't care. But guess what? I wouldn't have had no fuel, and I wouldn't have had no matches had you not provided them for me. How would I know how to set your shit on fire if you didn't give me the tools to do it? See, I don't live a life of lies. Whether it's my housing situation, whether it's my son, my finances, whatever, anything you want to ask me, I'm going to tell you, look, I I live here, this is what happens, this is what I do, I I drive this, this because I'm not out here fronting for the gram. Somebody said to me, oh, people would think that you lived in a million-dollar mansion. That's not the point. I can live in an abandoned building. My listeners don't fucking care. They care about what I'm saying. I don't get on Instagram exactly. and show all my shoes and all my, you know, shit like that, because that's how you get fucking robbed. Like, you know what I'm saying? According, according to the uh, United States, I'm broke. Right. I ain't got nothing. I have a oh, flip phone. People do not care. understand. It's serious out here, especially if you live where no, I live. No, it's real serious. You're crazy. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. people will sit up and watch everything you post. They will plot, and, and, and this one girl last year, you probably heard about it. It was like world news. Like, they made it seem like she met a guy off Facebook, and he killed her. Like, no, she was out there prostituting, which is a big the, – the the sex game is big here. Like, there's so many prostitutes because people mm. here think they're too good to work. So it's like – because you can tell what? by looking at the man's picture and hers. It's so it's crazy and, and, and in turn the men here act a certain way. It's just it's weird and you can look at him and tell there's no way she's going this type of woman because women here the ones who actually are very pretty and just have that whole thing going they are so high up. I mean there's no way she would have dated this guy. So I automatically could look and I'm like okay she this she was definitely selling pussy and then she met up mm. with this guy and. Then you go on her page and you see her and her daughter and all this designer stuff. She got her daughter holding up bands and all that type of stuff. Like he saw that hey. and his perverted weird ass like went there and then he like he like raped her, shot her in the head and, and robbed her. It is uh, people don't understand. I think I did hear up. about that. But you know, the thing yeah. is is that you know, and, and again that's a situation that I can empathize with, but at the same time it's just like 
you know, as a woman, we all have to do a little bit better about the sisterhood. We all have to do a little bit better about understanding one another and what we could tolerate and what we can't. And that, you know, that's not just black women, that's white women. That's, that's, that's anybody. And I think that for a long time after my mom passed, I was not interested in the sisterhood. I had my one girlfriend, the other one I got rid of. And that was that, like, I have no qualms about it. I've never left somebody and wanted to go back, whether it was a friend, whether it was a lover, it doesn't matter. I don't want to go back. I don't want you. We're done. And see, I'm one of those people that, you can't leave me. Like, you know how some people be like, oh, I'm going to let her cool off. I'm going to give her, like, a month or mm-hmm. two. Bitch, do right. you know in a month or two I could be married to somebody else? What the fuck right. you talking like? In a month or two, you've given me 60 days to be pissed off? See, my thing is this. If you break something, you. fix it. Yeah, you gave me, exactly. but for me, I just fester. I just yeah, sit there yeah. like this motherfucker right, right here, whether it's friend or, or, or lover or whatever. My thing is this. People say a lot of things, and I recently was in a situation where somebody said something to me, and I know it was a lie. And when they said it, they said it to hurt me so that I would, you know what I'm saying, retaliate. I didn't mm-hmm. retaliate. I right. said, you right, and I just left it at that because I knew why this particular person was saying what they said, right? Mm-hmm. And if you watch, you ever watch Power? Remember that scene with Ghost? And Angela, he was telling her all that crazy shit. <laughs> it's not that type of situation, but he was telling her all that crazy shit from the other side of the door and shit, and then he walked away because mm-hmm. he was trying to, you know what I'm saying, protect his own shit. Yeah, I feel like people exactly. feel like they can, Denise could take it. I'm going to tell her some crazy shit to protect my shit, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get back with her because what we had right. was so strong or we had such a strong friendship or such a strong bond, <laughs> that's my homegirl, whatever, whatever, that I'm going to get back right. with her. Bitch, right. if I don't hear from you... <laughs> In a minute, we have a problem. And the thing with the first thing that I usually say, and I don't like apologies, is I'll say you have to apologize because what you said was inaccurate. And I hate when people minimize a situation. You understand what I'm saying? You can't be mm-hmm. friends with somebody for all this time, and all of a sudden y'all talk to each other all the time, you know, every week, every couple times a week, and then you just fall off. That's right. an issue for me because it's like, okay, you're not checking on me. I'm not checking on you. Now, I'll check on you for a while, like, hey, everything good, whatever, whatever. But then after a while, it's just kind of like, well, you're not checking for me. So, shit, I'm not, <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. saying? I'm not going to chase nobody. We're, we're all here. And if it's all, everything is based on love, then if we loved each other enough, we'd be able to sit down and have a conversation and say, this is why I'm not fucking with you right now. Okay? Right. When you and stop I mean, doing this. But I feel like when you don't want to fuck with somebody right now because they're in a destructive place or whatever, whatever, that's when you mm-hmm. should love them more, you know? Right. But that's I mean, just you're me. talking about this sisterhood stuff, and it's just like, and I've been having this, because I had a situation, like, with a friend and stuff, and it's just like, and then I was talking to my therapist about it, and she was like, well, it seems like your funnel is just getting smaller and smaller, and it's like, I'm sorry, but happened. I just can't, I mean... People people buy cats just to get rid of mice. I don't do that. I'm going to exterminate the situation. I'm not going to keep you around if you're not. I mean, you're, 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 you've expired at this point, and it's just like it's hard to know when 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 do you kill a person with love or, or whatever, or, or and when do you cut them off? Because sometimes it's just hard to, um, to well, understand it. In a friendship, you know, as long as there's been no disrespect, that's something that can be salvaged. So that that's not an issue. In a relationship, right. once the disrespect has started, once the, 
you know, trying to make a situation minuscule and then you're lying to me about what a situation is and then, you know, you're being disgusting and then I'm finding out about other shit that you did during the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about it because now you're making my skin crawl and now you're disgusting to me. And now, to me, you're just a piece of me, just another nigga. You did what the, all these right. niggas say that they don't do and excuse an excuse and work. But I also want to bring up something important that you talked about, which was therapy. And a lot of people don't realize this, but the black woman is the number one also new face of the nervous breakdown. And so I was in a mm-hmm. situation where somebody would be like, oh, now, mind you, this motherfucker had issues from his childhood that needed to get checked out as well. And you're telling me that I need to go back to therapy and I need to get back on medication. Bitch, that's not something to fucking fuck around and play with. Right. You know, there's no better drug for a human being than another human being. That's a fact. Right. However, what happens is you become symbiotic you feed off each other's chaos and chaos isn't best for lunch every day it doesn't taste good every day i can't i can't live like that you know what i'm saying so you know you can see people's patterns and people's mood swings one good week one bad week i can't do that right now in the space and time i'm in i just want to be happy and so if that means that i have to be by myself then i will because then i don't have to worry about some crazy motherfucker blowing my phone up 15 times or asking me what i'm doing or telling me i'm being a fucking whore or you know asking me am i fucking this person (laughs) what the fuck do you care go home you understand what I'm saying? Right. Because if, if if it was all fake, if it wasn't real, and I could have never thought this, and I could have never thought that, why the fuck are you worried about what I'm doing? Go. You know, and so for me, when I have to cut people off, it has to be a guillotine. But I think perhaps the most hurtful one was um, the one in Texas. And that's because him and I have been friends for so long, like online, like on Facebook and stuff like that. We used to always joke, like, yeah, if we ever meet, whatever. And so then we did meet. Of course, it, the crazy shit, it was the full moon, it's Texas, whatever. And we just, we had the best relationship. And then when we had to cut it off, again, another thing I have to give him credit, one of the main reasons I cannot hate this man down there's guts is because he literally sent me an email and was like, this is what it is. Okay, because I told him, I said, I'm never going to strong arm no dude from a girl like, oh, you know, not that that was his situation. But like, if you were seeing somebody, I'm never going to be like, oh, you got to, you know, nah, I let men do what they do. You know why? Because they all they're going to do is lie to you. I don't want you to lie to me. If you're going to see other people, if you're going to do whatever, do what you do. But then don't be mad, you know, sometime when I can't pick up the phone. Don't right. be upset. Because that's what's going to happen. And see, the difference between me and you is I'll hurt your fucking feelings. See, because you're never going to get a female that's like, just like, wow, and she's she's got a Bentley. And she, and she might have a Bentley, but is she cute? Is that what she really like? I don't care about what a man has. The number one thing that you could do to piss a man off, be smiling in another man's face. Let another man make you smile or laugh. That's the worst thing ever. Girls, you ain't got to post no pictures with your booty on a dude. No, 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 no. Go out, have a good time, let him see a picture of you smiling or laughing, and there's another dude in the picture. He's going to go nuts, right? Because right. I can go get somebody that, do, that does what you don't do. So I could go get somebody that punches the clock every day. I can go get somebody that, that has a career. I can go get somebody that doesn't go home to a woman at night. I could go be with somebody that wants to get married immediately. I can be with somebody that already has grown children and wants to be, you know what I'm saying, and just wants to build with me. These are all things that I can do. But you putting yourself as a man in a situation and finding a woman that's going to be and ride as hard for you as I did, it's not going to happen, and that's, that's by design. I set you up for failure. 
Because now every single thing that you do, and I'm sure that you did this with your husband as well, it's like you're never going to be able to find somebody. She might cook better than me or do this better than me, but she doesn't do that better than me. So any relationship I'm in, it's like I'm infecting your mind. So in order mm-hmm. for you to really get over me or stop dealing with me, you have to cut me off. It's, it's vice versa, too. Right. Because if I've been with <laughs> you, you know every single like day. It's like you got to introduce people to everything. Take them places they've never been. Like, make it so like you, you cannot go anywhere in this city without thinking about me. You're not going to be able to listen to this Girl, music. that's what you I'm like talking about. Songs. Like. Girl, songs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. like and you know what's funny like, is these lame ass dudes. Let me tell you what these lame ass dudes do. They'll take the broad that they dealing with now to the same fucking places that they took you. Little sushi spot. They're gonna take it to the little spot in Canada. They're gonna try to go to Toronto to the mall. They're gonna try to go over here. They're gonna try to go over there. You're embarrassing yourself because these are places right. that I go to, and they know me right. to be with you. You shouldn't do that. Right. Go make your own fucking memories. <laughs> Right. You know what I'm they, saying? Because a, you can't. You have recreated a new person. Like, like no one will ever know them without knowing you. And that's deep. Right. I mean, and like, and like I said, it. you know, I enjoy doing that. Like, if it's something like some yeah. little gelato, things like that. You know, the the last person I was with, he was always eager. He was, any anything you want to do, let's go run over here. Let's go jump off a cliff and do this. Like, he was down, you know. So that was another part of our relationship that was great. You know, he was always down to do whatever. It didn't matter. You know, it could be sitting on a park bench. He just wanted to do stuff. He, and that's how I know that the man who he is right now, that's not who he's supposed to be. He's not even done yet like how they call it a glow up. I don't know if he's going to glow up or not, but I could just tell you that what I saw, if if he stays with that tenacity and everything like that, he's going to be fine. You understand what I'm saying? Whether he's with this girl or not, it it doesn't matter. He's going to be fine. But like I told him, every time you argue and you bring my name up or she brings my name up and you allow it, you allow me to live in your house for free. I'm living there Mm -hmm. rent-free. Okay, I pack my bags. I'm I'm living there rent free. Don't give me that much power. Leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she moved on. You moved on. I moved on. Whatever, whatever. Leave it alone. Let everybody have peace. Right. And I think it's so weird that coming from so much chaos, all I want is peace. You know, I used to wish bad on people. I used to wish bad on people, but then I realized that people are going to do bad by themselves. You don't need to wish that on them. You know, if it's meant for somebody to be successful, they're going to be successful. Now, what I can say is, what I can say is, none of my men have ever lived have have ever lived happily ever after. None of them. I'm not saying they're miserable, but I'm just saying they never lived happily ever after. Me, I'm living my happily ever after. I'm getting ready to write this book. I got to go to these shows. You know what I'm saying to do the merchandising. You know, I'm getting ready to go back to work. I'm healthy. You know, when they say health is wealth, they mean that shit. Because when I was sick, girl, I couldn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't get up and work out. They pulled a 10-pound, 13-pound tumor out. What? You know? Yeah. I I posted that on one of my shows. One of the tumors was 13 pounds, so I used to try to tell my dude, like, look, I'm not fat. Like, I'm just like, and you could feel it in my stomach. And then when they opened me up, they was like, yo, you had way more than just five tumors. We thought it was just five. One of them was 13 pounds. And, girl, they took everything out of me. Because the the little cancer situation So they took all of that And everybody's like So you're just walking around with cancer Listen, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you want me to be like worried about it? Like what what do you want me to do? There's nothing I could do They told me, listen, you stage one term B Or whatever it's called And we're just going to take everything out That's it No cervix, no fallopian tubes, no nothing 
have my eggs, so I don't go into menopause. But you know what I'm saying? So for the first three weeks, I was in so much pain I could barely move, you know. So now, wow. you know, it's good. Now I'm, you know, now I'm out running my little, walking my little three, five miles, you know, here and there. And then next week, you know, I'm probably, well, I'll start my book tonight because I think it's going to be a powerful move for me to be able to start work, get that done. But for me, writing a book is like slitting wrists because once you slit it, it just, it all comes out. And you just, it, it all the words just come out. Like, I'm not somebody that, like, because mm-hmm. I don't write nonfiction. So everything I'm writing is true. So all I have to do is induce myself into remembering. So, you know, exactly. the little chaotic situation I had six, seven weeks ago, you know, that helps to induce, you know what I'm saying, that level of chaos and that level of obsession that I'm, I'm going to be able to knock this shit out the park, you know. So I have my meetings tonight. But I'm getting ready to close the show out. You're going to have to um, – you still have my number, or did, did you lose it in the phone? Um, No, I still have your number because I still have the phone. So, I'm, But I'm okay. going to – I'll DM you and let Text you know me what's going on with that. Because I definitely want to, like, keep you updated so that when I get – you know, Absolutely. when I put out um, a Black Girl's Book of Shadows, which if a lot of people, if you don't know what a Book of Shadows is, a Book of Shadows is basically – what someone that is in the Wiccan culture, which I'm not a witch, I'm not a, in Wiccan culture, um, writes with all their book of spells in it. it. It's everything that was near and dear to them in their life. It's kind of like their diary, but they only put that book out when they die. You know, so basically for me, basically the symbolicness of the book is that on some level, hopefully the, the hurt Denise, the pain Denise, she dies with that book. So that we could just move on, be happy, good energy, good vibes, good people around, and then I can get back to where I was before any chaos, any tragedy, any miscarriage, any loss happened. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to still yank mm-hmm. abroad if I need to, but you understand what I'm saying? Like as far as my level of evil, like I'm just hoping that that dissipates because, you know, you walk around angry for so long, and it's not an angry black woman thing. It's an angry like a how dare you thing. Like the audacity mm-hmm. motherfuckers sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how dare you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Play so with me deep. like that. I cannot wait for that. It sounds like that's going to give me So the book life. should be out before Mother's Day, just because, like I said, it'll probably take me a week and a half to two weeks to write it. We'll go into edits mm-hmm. for about a week, and then the book mm-hmm. will be put out and this will likely be my last bit of work because then I'll probably switch into doing editorials because I kind of like doing the 500 word joints. I kind of liked that. You know what I'm saying? It was quick. It was easy. I could talk about what I needed to because books literally, they kill me. And I was actually supposed to be in a, in a building, like in a, uh, not an abandoned building, but like in a empty building writing this book because it's it's the energy is so bad that you don't want to release that in your own home. So you either have to complete wow. a book outside or you have to, yeah, 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 or you have to complete it in a space where it's not going to hold that negativity where nobody mm-hmm. lives. You can't, you can't write books in places where people live because you're going to, you're going to evoke those demons and the, you know what I mean? So I'm probably just going to have wow. to go, you know, oh yeah, my, my shit is bad. Like I'd be passed out, but I write for 24 48 hours straight you know get it done because once it comes out it's just like vomit it just it keeps going but thank you so much for calling i can't wait to listen to this show and hear the edits and at least i didn't have to talk to myself next week we should have Wednesday <laughs> adams on the show she's a girl i grew up with and you know i just hope that people listen to the show and they understand that you know when i say that people are out here murdering people daily i mean souls mm-hmm. 
You know, if you mm-hmm. can't be true to yourself and tell the truth to yourself, that's what Tell the Truth Tuesday is about. It's about mental health. If you can't look at a woman or look at a man and say, you know, I love you, but this happened and, and I'm sorry, or or I loved her and this happened and I'm sorry, then you're not being mm-hmm. true to yourself. And when you're not true to yourself, you're destined to repeat the behavior again. That's basic psych 101. You're going to repeat that behavior until you learn something from it. So if you didn't learn anything else from any experience that you've been in, like for me, I learned – I like chaos, but not really. When shit starts right. getting on fire, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm good. You could just burn by yourself. I don't really, you know what I'm saying? Because if we're not building, mm-hmm. then why would I care what happens to your building? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, you know, you're you're gonna scorch the earth yourself. And actually, what a lot of people don't understand is that scorch the earth is actually a military term, and it comes from when the enemy has something and we don't want them to succeed, we just scorch all their shit. So whether that's information, food supply, which I think it's called the Geneva Act of 1977, uh, doesn't allow us to fuck up other people's food and water supply, but we fuck up all your shit. And so basically it's the same thing as when we say hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. You can't be mad at her for not being the angel you needed when you didn't create a heaven for her. She turned into that demon because that's the hell that you created for her. And so you have to live with that, the fact that, you know what I'm saying, the fact that you murder souls and you lie. Like, that's the worst thing to do is to lie to yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you lie so to deep. everybody, but I'm not going to lie to myself. If I want to eat the goddamn, you know, lemon meringue pie, I'm going to eat the pie, and I ain't going to feel bad about the shit. And that's part of being a psychopath is there's no remorse. So I'm unapologetically, like when people say they unapologetically, no, I'm unapologetically who I am, and that's not going to change. But who I am to you can change all based in a 20-minute conversation. So thank you for calling. Everybody tune in thank next you week. So we, should have, we should have, and girl, give the babies kisses. So I see Siri calm down. But you know what? <laughs> Anytime you want to call in and just listen, let me know. Shoot me a text, and then I can tell you, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want to talk, then just come in. All right, love. Absolutely. And thank and you guys to, for um, listening. I'm going to reach out to you now with the whole, give you, like, my new communication information. Thank you so much. All right, honey, let me know. Talk to you later. All right, guys, and thank you so much for tuning in. It was a wonderful Tell the Truth Tuesday. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.